0: well uh my name is brian ujala uh born and raised in miami miami and all the way through and through i feel like i have to say that with some caution because it can be a good or bad thing um but uh i'm a orange theory fitness instructor and a soul cycle instructor as well so i'm relatively new to the fitness industry um i've been here i actually made a career switch in 2019 to 2020 right when the pandemic hit So perfect time to switch my career and then have everything shut down. So,
1: (laughs) and what were you doing before?
0: So before I was working in corporate America, I was working for Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings here in Doral, and I was working in human resources. I was an HR business partner, so I handled leaves of absence, um, performance, discipline conversations, things like that. And I had really been working through, I guess, different companies. I worked for Ryder, which is a big trucking company, um, and I think they do logistics as well. It's been mm-hmm. a few years, um, so I worked for them. And then I worked for Office People's headquarters up in Boca Raton, which is like an hour and a half um, north from Miami. And I worked for like a smaller insurance company and then I landed in a region. And that's really where I felt like I fit in the most. And and it was a lot of fun. But I, it, I I hate the way it comes off, but I feel like I just had so much more to give to the world. Yeah. right, And I, um, I enjoyed what I did and I saw the benefits of what I did when I did them. But I knew that I did not wanna be within those cubicle walls for 10 hours a day. Right. You know, I just, I didn't know what my purpose was. Did you know was. right away? No, I didn't. I, I actually- it crept up on you? It definitely crept up on me because I was definitely the one that, I love stability, I love stability. And I loved the idea of being able to work Monday through Friday, nine to six, I knew I had my nights off. I knew I had my weekends off. I knew I had all the major holidays off. And that for me was crucial. And the more I lived it, the more I realized, well, oh, it's actually not as fun as I thought it was going to be. And so I it definitely crept up on me. And the opportunity to sort of really switch careers um landed when I uh I, I was going through a, a kind of like a dark time in my life, and I just needed an escape. I needed a a big big escape and so i loved spinning and that was really what helped me get my mind off of everything else that was going on and i love soul cycle which is what i you know who i work for now but i couldn't afford them they're just too expensive and so i joined cycle bar uh which is another premium indoor uh spinning studio cycling studio and so they had an unlimited membership but I said this is it this is for me and i started riding and and i rode a lot with uh one of their lead instructors and She approached me one day and she asked me if I ever thought about teaching. And I said, well, listen, I will do anything for a dollar. So I said, if you're gonna pay me to come and teach and I get my workout in and you know, great, I'll do it. And so I auditioned, I got in and I started it really as a side gig. And I was working, you know, Monday through Friday, I was working my corporate job. And then I would go and teach a couple of times throughout the week, either in the morning or in the evening, sometimes on the weekend. And then I really realized how much I enjoy teaching. And I was educating, say, you
1: have a gift for channeling people's. um I don't want to say energy. That's not the it's right word. Maybe strengths inside. Yes, yeah, it's yes. so.
0: I think it takes
1: like when you say you can do it. I'm like, yes, I can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, I can.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. I, I think it's just it's it's and it's funny because it's I don't even feel like it's me. It's I just help sort of pull the curtain back and. Right. I think that's when everyone themselves realize, wow, I have all of this behind the curtain that I can pull out and use to my benefit. And that's, I think, when we have those breakthroughs mm-hmm. in, in anything really, because I, I don't think it's just fitness, right? I, I always say what we do in that space, what we do at Orange Theory, what we do at SoulCycle, it really just sets you up for life. It's not just a workout. It's not just to look good, right? I always say, you take risks. You take on challenges in this space. You're gonna learn to do it outside. You're gonna learn to do it when it counts. Because in here, it's safe, right? You can take a risk and you can easily pull back. So when we're talking about weight, when we're talking about speed, when we're talking about wattage on the rower, um, you know, when we're talking spinning and runs out of the saddle and all of that stuff, it's very easy to take a risk and say, oh, I bit off too much and mm-hmm. I can't chew it. So now I can pull it right back, right? And, and I think the opportunity to constantly be taking risks allows us to realize how much power we have in ourselves. And then that will translate into your life. So those of us who need a career change or yeah. you know need just a little push to do something that we've always wanted to do. So that's how I always see it. I love that. Yeah. That's
1: I love the way you put that. That's amazing. Yeah, and it is more than a workout.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's like therapy. I think it's, it's cheaper the last, than therapy. The last
1: thing it is is the workout. It's It's
0: correct. It's, yeah. 100%. It's the, the workout is the last of it. Yeah. I always say it's like, you know, it's like retail therapy, right? It's it's just another form of therapy. It's another form right. to just just disconnect and we all have so many things going on in our lives. We all have work and families and just personal things that we we have and that we have to work through and it's just a moment where you can just disconnect and, right? You know, catch up with yourself for a moment.
1: Yeah, that's that's amazing. I love the way you put that. I want to go back to that time when you knew you had to switch careers. Yeah, how did that go?
0: It actually went very smooth for me. Yeah, um, at first, right, <laughs> and then it really sucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I I was teaching. And um and I was teaching at Psychobar part-time. A friend of mine who was an Orange Theory instructor, Natasha. I don't know if you've ever taken yes. her class. Yeah. So every she- Wednesday, so Every 8 Wednesday I in the love morning. Her. Yes, we all love her. She's amazing. So uh, she was actually the one that said, Hey, I think you would be really great at this. And we're having an open house for trainers and you should come out and try it out and see what you think. So I said, you know what? I have nothing to lose, nothing to lose at all. And I went and I got it. I got, you know, they wanted to bring me on board. And so I went through the whole um, you know, certification process and I and I got certified as an instructor, as a coach with Orange Theory. And this was all still while I was working my corporate job. So this wow. was all kind of trying to take vacation time to go around and do this. And then then at the same time, Soul Cycle had sent out. Communication that they were auditioning for instructors, and the way I'd always seen SoulCycle was the very, very top of the fitness industry, right. and I think they still are. I think that that's very much who yeah. they are and what they are. And I thought to myself, there is absolutely no way that I'm going to get into this because I've only been teaching for like five months at the time, and so I went in with the mindset of I'm going to see what it is, I'm going to see what the structure is, and I'm just going to learn from it. Right. And so what I see what happens. And then that way, when they come back for auditions later on in the six months, a year, whenever that may be, mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. And I know exactly what they're looking for. And they asked me everything. They, you know, they, they told me what to prepare for the audition. And I went and I auditioned, um, which is a very scary process because there's so many people and there's so many eyes on you, but I just, Went through and went through and went through and kept going through. And I got to a point where I got the offer to go to training. And I was like, holy crap, I didn't expect to I get this it. far. <laughs> I was like this is actually, I didn't even know I was gonna go. So it was strange and it was fast and it was unexpected and fun. And I said, you know what? I I I think I'm ready. And I was in a in a very, very good headspace at that time. And I decided, you know what? If I don't take this now, I know for a fact that I will look back one day and regret that I didn't do this. And if I fail and this doesn't work out, it's still a win for me.
1: Yeah. Because at least you know.
0: At least I know. I right. tried it and I, I can never look back and regret what I didn't do. Right. And those are our regrets. Our, we never yeah. regret the things that we do. We, we regret the things that we don't do. Exactly. That's how I think of it. Cause, no, I agree. You know, and so... So that that was the transition um i eventually left my corporate job and then the pandemic hit and then we were all sent home and the gyms shut down and so for three months well at least in miami we were shut down for three months i was questioning why this happened to me and if i had made the right choice it's not funny but and i know it's hysterical now looking back now that i know i'm in a good position i i like looking back it's funny yeah, it's it, because it's crazy. Because you think you think here's someone who finally had the courage I to like, know, like you take a risk, it, and, and I did it.
1: It gets pulled out from <laughs> yes, under you. Yes. Like what?
0: Yes, I know, I know. And so it, it's just it's funny, but I, you know, although I questioned it, I never regretted it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, it was more of me questioning why like why is this happening to me what is what is the lesson to be learned here did you
1: think this means i have to go back to my corporate job like it's not meant to be type of thing
0: i don't honestly i don't think that i ever thought that i just thought to myself maybe fitness isn't the route for me but corporate wasn't either so maybe it's just time to look for something else right and ultimately we opened up we went back to it we picked up kind of like where we last left off and I just ran with it and here we are.
2: I mean, yeah. What is it?
0: A, over a year or like a year and a half later, here we are and, and everything is going great. And honestly, things couldn't be better right now. So I'm happy.
1: Had you ever had like a teaching experience before? Before you did any of this?
0: No. Outside well, within human resources, we definitely did I mean, we were in charge of training and development. Right. So there were moments where yes, I was yeah. definitely training, just in a different capacity. I was doing new you are higher natural. orientation. Like, I don't know. I I
1: No, you are. You're really good. You are. Well, I
0: thank I thank you for that. I really do, and it really does mean a lot when people come up to me and yeah. tell me how much they enjoy my class and how you know they got something out of my class or they enjoyed the music or what. I mean, as long as you leave my class with with something new or just you know you having enjoyed yourself, I think I did my job, and it really means a lot. I, yeah, maybe not everyone's like this, but like I'm definitely one that needs validation. Like I yeah. need you to tell me that like no. you had fun and you you know
1: I understand. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I told you, but I was a teacher for yeah. like 11 yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, crazy. And you kind of you know when you're having an effect, but you do need that like, hey, I, I got something out right. of this today, Right, you know? Right. It's,
0: right, it's worth it. You need it. Yeah. You, you
1: need that confirmation that yeah. what you're doing is the right,
0: right. The right approach, 100%. the right way. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: And and you're a natural, my friend. Like you're so Thank good. You.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I, tr- I try I and try. And
1: teaching adults is, is like it's harder a than whole kids. Ball game. <laughs> like some people are like the music is too loud. Oh my gosh. The, your I know. outfit is too bright. Yes.
0: I like, know. Oh we oh, temperatures had, off. We <laughs> we, we are like we Coach to like some babies, I'm like, oh yeah. come on! Like you're going like so hard on the tread, but you're like complaining that the music's like a little too loud. I'm like, oh come on, just it's move just on. It's, it's just music. It's just yes, just yes. Have fun. I, know, yeah. I know, I know. It's, it's funny sometimes. I have gotten that from time to time, and I'm like, well, there's earplugs in the corner. You can go grab some because I'm not turning the music down. Good
1: for you. <laughs> Good for you. You know. Oh well.
0: Oh well. You lose one, but you gain ten. So yeah. Whatever. No, and
1: <laughs> you know, it. I, I feel like people like that though. They're they're going through something right. and you're, you're not going to fix it by turning right. on the music. Correct. It's, yeah. They could just be projecting yeah. or yeah. they're taking it's it out on else. something else. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So you can take it for yourself because yeah. there's no point. I know. But I know. yeah, it's, anyway. it's awesome. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm so happy. So a friend of mine said, you have to take this guy's class. And I was like, okay, why not? Sure. Yeah. So I go take your weightlifting class. which. Yes. I've never done before, and I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna die, what am I doing here? And you were like, we're gonna do this, and we did. And And I was like, that's it, this is my man. (laughs) Like, my teacher, I found my teacher.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love that lift class. You know, it's different, we don't do cardio there, it's just all lifting weight. And and I, again, it just gives you the opportunity to just jump up in weight and, and trust in yourself. And realize how strong you are, and that happens time and time again. I, you know, I'll go to someone who's lifting a set of twenty pound weights, and I'm like, I know you can do more. We'll grab the thirty five, and they're like fifteen pounds. Like, no way, no way, that's too big of a difference. And I say, no, it's not. Just try it. I said, just give me one. You can only do one. It's only one. Yeah, we do one. I'm like, you can have it in you. Can you do another one? Yes, two, three, yeah. four, all the way up to ten. I'm like, you just did that with like. 15 pounds more than what you right. had in each hand, right? So total 30 pounds more. And it's it's amazing the look on their face. they are like, "Wow, I didn't think I can do that." And that's I'm like,
2: That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. What? I
1: did that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's insane. I love it's a lot that. of fun. It's a lot of fun. That's that's validation for me as well. Yeah. You know, that it that makes it really really good.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. Would you ever consider having your own studio?
0: I don't know. It's funny because I've thought about that. I really have. And it's hard because I definitely preach things that I think I myself need to work on as well. And it could definitely be like a projection. Like, I, you know, there are certain things that I'm scared of that. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, in my teaching and my coaching, maybe I can see you succeed in that, and I it then in that way, it kind of gives me the power to kind of jump for things mm-hmm. right and I think I mean, we're all like this. we all fear failure, and I think yeah. opening up your own studio, your own store, your own restaurant, when there's just so much competition in those you know in those markets in those industries, my fear would be that I would fail, you know because there yeah. would be, especially in Miami. I mean, the fitness industry is huge here. And there are so many gyms and there's so many amazing mm-hmm. owners and instructors and coaches. And so I I think that I would be comfortable enough to work alongside someone and not lead my own studio. Right. And and also I I think that there's still so much more for me to learn mm-hmm. in this industry for me to like figure out whether or not I really, really yeah. want to open up my own studio. Um, you know, I love the coaches that we have because I always learn so much and I try to jump into other people's classes because it really does teach me things. It teaches me how to, how to deliver something differently Mm -hmm. or how to explain something in a way where people really understand. We have a coach that we just onboarded who is getting his PhD in, in, in exercise science. I think it is. I I don't exactly know what it is. And he is such a a wealth of knowledge. It's insane. And and I told I just like, I just want to sit with you and like pick your brain. Because right. he can he can really get into the nitty gritty and really explain what something does for your body. And so I, I think I still need to continue building myself around those individuals mm-hmm. so I can soak up. Um, you know, I you have to teachers are students as well. Yes, and we're always learning. Yeah, and I think the moment that you think that you know it all, I think that's the beginning of the end for you.
1: Mm-hmm. I so, agree.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know where to come. Yeah, <laughs> more to come on that. We'll, well see.
1: Well, I'm excited to see what where the road leads for you. Yeah, with yeah, that. me too. I, yeah, I think it's gonna be super cool. What's it like having to motivate people on the daily?
0: It's. It's just as challenging as it is rewarding yeah and for me like i said i i talk to people all the time i really just i really do try to connect with everyone that comes to class and and those thank yous those moments where they pull me aside and they tell me that i've made a difference it really is amazing and it validates that i am where i need to be at least in this moment in my life Um, but it is very exhausting as well, you know, and and it's exhausting for two reasons. One of them is really finding the motivation. It's like hard to, to pull out Mm -hmm. everything, every moment of every day, right? Because I'm human too. I go through my things and, you know, there are moments where I feel unmotivated. And so I think trying to set that aside is hard. For a lot, a lot of us, a lot of us, you know, I have a very hard time, kind of dividing up things and Mm -hmm. putting things aside for one thing, and and so, for me, although I enjoy it and I give it everything that I can, there are times where it is very exhausting, and and it just feels like the right words aren't coming out, you know. And then there are also things like I mentioned earlier that that there are moments where I struggle myself with things in my life, you know, I sometimes I wonder if I'm on the right career path. And sometimes I wonder, you know, if I'm really making that big of a difference in people's lives as we all would like mm-hmm. to make. And there are moments where I give all this advice that I can, but I don't follow it myself because I myself struggle sometimes with, you know, just clarity on myself and my self image. And, you know, yeah. I deal with a lot of like body positivity and body shaming and there's you know it's 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 a lot like in the fitness industry i think that there's sort of this expectation that you need to look a certain way mm-hmm. and that's a lot of pressure you know it's a lot of pressure and it sort of forces you to really really push yourself to the limit and we break too
1: i hadn't thought about that um yeah i never thought that you guys felt pressure to look absolutely. a certain way
0: absolutely we do.
1: And it makes, uh, yeah, it makes all the sense in the world that you would now that you mention it.
0: Right. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I I hate the fact that fitness is so aesthetically driven, Mm -hmm. but the reality is, is that's what it is, right? It it is heavily aesthetically driven. I'm not saying all the time, but it is heavily. And I think people may see a trainer or a coach or an instructor that looks a certain way and they're like that's how i want to look and that's the person i'm going to follow
2: mm-hmm. you know
0: and so we all want to build our following and we all want to build this sort of sub community within the larger community of the of yeah. the homes that we teach in right and so um you know it's hard i i do i personally i feel i feel pressure to look a certain way and to perform a certain way and I've been trying to kind of pull that back and just mm-hmm. sort of like remind myself that I am human as well. And I have my moments where I'm performing at my peak and there are moments where I'm not going to perform at my best and that's okay. Yeah. And and I realize that that is a struggle and a constant fight that I share with you. I share with the members all the time, right. you know? And so I, I think that's why I really push everyone so hard is because I know sometimes I need that push right and i know what i'm capable of doing and sometimes i need that push myself and so if i see someone doing something that i i maybe i didn't even think that they could do that is like you know what if they can do this i can do this yeah. as well so
1: so what motivates you besides being in that space is there anything else that you do
0: um something i mean that motivates me i just really like to move you know i really i think i'm young and I you know, I know I want to have a family in the future, and I really, really want to be able to live on this earth as long as I can, yeah, so for me, it really isn't aesthetically driven, you know as much as i as much as that is sort of like the forefront of it, mm-hmm. I try to remind myself that it's not I have to push that back, and it really is about health and this actually came up it it's funny, I was vegan for quite some time oh, yeah? um and I found it to be very easy to be vegan because nowadays you have so many alternatives, so many substitutes. And when I met with with who was now my nutritionist, she told me if you wanna be vegan, it's very, very hard. It's not impossible, but it's very hard because the things that you are putting in your body, yes, technically they're vegan, but you have to look at the ingredients. Mm -hmm. You have to look at what you're putting in. You're looking at the preservatives, the chemicals, the gums that you're putting into your body. That is, It may get you to where you wanna be now, but in the long run, it's going to affect you negatively, very, very badly. And I that's when I realized I'm like, wow, I did not think to really dive deep into those kinds of things. And I know we all hear it. We all right. everybody talks about looking at the nutritional facts and the ingredients and things like that. But I think until someone really looks at you in the face and say what you're putting in your body is harmful and you are not going to yeah. be able to live a long life if you continue to do this. That's when you kind of step back and you're like, wow. So I think. Like I said, just being able to be there for my future kids and mm-hmm. being able to last and and travel and walk and have my health so that I can live my life exactly what i you know how I want and and yeah. do with the things that I want that's really what motivates me the most, yeah, it really does
1: it's when you think about it that way, it's so easy, right, right. to like get yourself in the right headspace because yeah. everybody wants. A long life. Everyone does, but yeah. we don't. And I don't want to generalize, but at least from the for the most part, we don't. That's usually like somewhere in the back.
0: Right, right. 100%. It's never
1: in the forefront. Of, right. Of right. your goals.
0: Right, right. The goals are always what to lose yeah. weight. I need, look suede I need to lose weight. I need weight. to
1: um, you know, get back to this size. Right, or, exactly. I want to fit uh, into this
0: pair of pants, yeah, or like uh, I need the abs for the summer. Or, oh you yeah, know, I want me. my arms to be bigger. Yeah, look, that, look. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's me as well sometimes. But again, I think it's just we have to constantly remind ourselves that it goes so much farther yeah. than that.
1: Yeah, and it's so interesting what you said that your nutritionist told you because, um, so for a while I thought about being vegan too, mm-hmm. and I got that same bit of information and right. I was like, cause you expect that fact to come from when you're eating badly, but right. you never associate being vegan with eating, eating badly. badly. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and I was like, wait a yeah. minute.
0: Yeah, it's not healthy.
1: Uh,
0: I mean, it could be healthy, but it's not like just because you're vegan means everything is healthy right right. because sugar sugar is vegan sugar doesn't come from exactly you know and so i mean carbs you can load up on carbs right you can have a lot of rice a lot of potatoes a lot of pasta that's all vegan doesn't mean it's necessarily good for you exactly so i think that's something to be very mindful if anyone wants to try being vegan and just eliminate animal products altogether you have to realize that it it is very hard actually
1: yeah and maybe, like you did, talk to a professional. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. I can't give any advice. A
0: hundred percent. And that's yeah. what I would always say. I always say, and too, like nutritionists are expensive, right? Really? Everyone has their craft. Everyone knows what they're worth, and it is what it is. It's a price you have to pay. But the way I see it is it's an investment.
2: Mm-hmm. you're
0: right? you're You're going to someone who knows who studied this in school, right, who can tell you better than anyone else yeah. can. If you're going to a personal trainer and they're telling you how to eat, they don't they weren't educated in food and you know these people went to school to be a nutritionist, a dietitian. They know the logistics of the body and how it works. And they can cater things to every single person because everyone is different. We all know that already. So it's it's definitely, I think, an investment that you have to make and have have yet another person on your team Mm -hmm. that's gonna help you get to where you wanna be.
1: That's such sure. good advice. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Um, so we mentioned briefly body positivity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can we dive into that? Yeah, for a little bit. Let's do it. Yeah, that's... it's
0: it's a big topic. Yes, for
1: sure. and we usually think that it affects women, but it's it's across the board. One hundred percent. One hundred
0: percent. Yeah. It and it's funny because I, a lot of people don't realize how how body positivity or body shaming, shaming, you know, it affects men as well, yeah. you know? And trust me, I mean, I, I think just naturally as men, I think we have like that testosterone that we just gotta be the biggest in the pack, you know, we've gotta <laughs> lead the pack. And so when here comes another alpha who's bigger and stronger than you, you're like, wait, wait, wait what? <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and so, you know, when it comes, you know, when it comes to that, again, it, it's just learning to not compare yourself to others. And not allowing other people to tell you how you should look like, and um you know this is this is very, very, very big in in the gay community, mm-hmm. you know body shaming versus body positivity, and just being comfortable in your own skin um
1: is it kind of like the same thing body shaming and body positivity well,
0: I, I think it all falls within like the same umbrella, right okay. like body shaming would be you know me highlighting the fact that maybe someone isn't where I personally think they should be, right? right? Because I think ultimately it, it's it's funny. I think a lot about certain words that have so many different definitions. Like it's mm-hmm. actually like, it does actually doesn't have one concrete definition, right? And so what is the perfect body? I mean, that's different for everyone. Everyone has different things that they like on themselves, that they like, that they're attracted to. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just something so strange that I think attacking someone's looks, you know, body shaming is just, it's very weird to me. I don't understand it. And I've always thought about, I I always think that if you are body shaming someone, it's because you yourself Mm -hmm. have an issue with your own body or the way that you look, you're unhappy with the way that you look. Right. That's just how I see it. You know, I, I think hurt people hurt people yes right and so i so and, and then at the same time you have body positivity right where you push for people to be happy in their own skin and not fall under what society defines the mm-hmm. perfect body to be right? right because bodies are beautiful in every way right and so you know one may think that a size zero is appealing right Mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful body absolutely but it's no it's it's not more beautiful than a size six or size eight or size 10 right that's how i see it yeah i don't know and for men same thing you know there there are men who are very good looking men very attractive men who are very thin and very defined and there are men that are you know what we call like the dad bod and like Hey that's like super attractive as well you know yeah. so it's like listen like the way I, I'm like I'm open to everyone you know yeah. <laughs> I don't discriminate against any type of body um any any type of body type so i don't know i i i it's 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 weird it's mm-hmm. such a it's such a strange concept the idea yeah. that like we've gotten to a point where we have to compare ourselves with other people i just feel like we have so many other things going on in our lives that when it comes down to body shaming or having to really explain the importance of body positivity, I'm like, I can't believe we've gotten to a point where we have to explain this yeah. to people. Yeah. You know, like, really? I mean, we, I really have to talk through this with people that like, you should be nice to everyone and yes. you should promote everyone to be happy in the way that they look and comfortable in their own skin. Uh, uh, you know, but that's the world we live in right now. So hopefully, hopefully we, we can make improvements in that.
1: Do you uh being in the fitness inter- industry have you noticed body positivity having a negative effect on people?
0: I don't I don't think not me per se mm-hmm. and I think it's only because I'm just very new to the fitness industry. I haven't I haven't been in here a long time. Right. And and I also have not been able to make like really deep connections with people. Certain people, yes, right? But the majority, you know, the relationships that we have are like very surface level, right? Hey, how are you? Great to see you back, you know, things like that. But, you know, I don't know people deep to know, you know, if body positivity is having a positive or negative effect on their life, or if they're being body shamed in any way, or if, if maybe they feel in, somehow, some way, uncomfortable in, mm-hmm. in this environment, right? It's, so it's, it's hard. It's hard to, to, uh, my hope is to eventually get to a point where I can, I really know people on that deeper level. And that just comes with time. Right. Um, But in the very few people that I do know, you know, deeply and personally, I haven't really found that to be an issue. Um, I, I also think it's the people you attract, right? Yeah. So I think. I think I have a good way of attracting people who are very positive, very mm-hmm. happy with their lives and where they are in every aspect, not just body wise, like just in every aspect. Yeah. They're either happily in a relationship, happily married, or happily single. You know, we're going out, we're having fun. They're just really enjoying life. And so, thankfully, in my immediate circle, that hasn't had really that much of an effect, but I know it's there. Yeah. I, we all know it's there. Yeah. So, it's-, it's just really getting to a point where I can be exposed to that and and then at that point it's really just figuring out how to handle that
1: right so that's good good to hear yeah. because um i mean obviously i'm not in the fitness industry so i wouldn't be exposed uh-huh. but you know like sometimes you see in like on the news or right. Right. um social media social media's how, huge uh you know certain people who may it could be claimed that they should lead a healthier path don't because they love themselves the way they are and things like that. So that's why yeah. I asked you that question. If, yeah. cuz that's on social media. So I'm wondering in real life, does that really happen?
0: You mean you mean people who say that, let's just say someone who may be overweight. Right. is not healthy, but with the whole body positivity. Yeah, like
1: it's it's right. okay or, or right. whatever okay. the word is. Um because you know they love themselves which i think it, you should always love yourself right like, whatever state you're at right just cuz it's the healthy thing to do correct but at the same time should that stop you from striving <clears throat> my voice from striving to be healthier
0: right yeah i i understand what you're saying and it, it it's funny because i think about this a lot as well i think about yeah,
1: like how do you balance that yeah how do you balance you know? that
0: right like of course you should I be happy wonder. well i think i think everyone regardless of your size um should really be striving to live a healthier lifestyle yeah. right and that just comes with eating healthier natural products moving your body right doesn't mean that you have to be going very very hard on a one hour workout going to orange theory going to soul cycle going to crossfit but whatever yeah. like even if it's that just moving your body taking a walk around your neighborhood for an hour a day right enjoying the outside going to the beach getting sun right like breathing in the fresh air right just moving your body I think that's really important. Um, I I I know that there is a correlation between weight and effects on your joints, and you know things that may develop like down the road, mm-hmm. um, cardiovascular, and so the way that I see it is you, everyone's goal should be to live as long as they can, right, and if you are big boned and you're curvy and you're healthy like from your doctor you you, right. know, you are healthy love it great um if you are overweight right if if you are unhealthy if you have gone to a medical professional and they have said you need to start moving or you need to start eating healthier mm-hmm. we want we don't want you to change because of the way that you look we want you to change because we want you to live longer exactly so yeah. That's where I think we need to make sure that that, that messaging be is delivered. That the defining factor. Correct. Yeah. It, yes. Yes. And I and I think, I think maybe that isn't delivered in that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I think you know the delivery part of things is yes. very very important. And I think yeah. certain people really just don't know how to deliver a message, right? And it's it's not just saying, "Listen, you don't look a certain way. You've got to lose weight." You know? right. No, it's it's because we want you to live longer. And so, you know, like I said, as long as whatever, however you look, as long as you're healthy, hey, yeah, that's great for you. I'm super happy. That's what I want. You know, I want everyone to like feel comfortable in their skin because it really is like, and I've gone through my moments too, right? I've gone through moments where I was uncomfortable in my skin. I did not mm-hmm. like the way I looked and I and I was unmotivated. And then there were moments that I felt great and I thought I was on top of the world. And I was so confident in myself and the way I looked and it it really does filter into other avenues in your life that you would never think it would. But I I know how important it is to feel comfortable in your own skin. And so that's the feeling that I think everyone and I think once you get there, you realize how important that is. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah Cause you're you're with yourself all day. Yes. You know, yes. you want yes. to make sure that,
0: that you're happy that with you're, yourself. Yeah, yeah. You like yourself. And it's so funny too, because that goes like so far beyond body image yeah. right like it's it's so funny take travel by yourself right mm-hmm. like learn to be with yourself and learn yes. to connect to other things outside of another person and technology right like learn That's to connect to your one. space yeah. and i i remember when i moved out on my own for the very first time and i was single for 2 years i did not have anyone in my life i lived on my own it was very uncomfortable very uncomfortable for me because I was mm-hmm. always so surrounded with people and with family. And I, I, mean, I didn't go away to college because I didn't want to be away from my family. So that's, right. you know, that goes to the extent, shows you the extent of, of how attached I was to family. Um, and so for me, it was definitely a learning process on how to be okay with being alone and being with yourself and, and right. learning to love yourself. Because there's a
1: difference between being alone and being lonely.
0: Correct. It's a huge Correct. difference. Correct. And, and, it's, and it's
1: okay to be alone. You don't 100%. have to be lonely.
0: Right. You can be alone and not be lonely.
1: But you need to be alone. Yes.
0: You need to. And I think, yeah. I think that's so important for everyone.
1: Yeah. I think
0: that's so important for everyone to feel like they're strong enough to be by themselves. Yes. And I learned so much about myself and really about life in general, being by myself. And it was funny because I got to a point where I looked forward. To my friday nights because i can go home (laughs) i don't have to talk to anyone i don't want to talk to anyone i'm putting my phone i would text my mom my dad i would just say i am home i am safe i'm locking the door and i am not answering my phone so (laughs) do not text me do not call me but i'm letting you know so you don't worry yeah and i would just turn on my television and i would cook myself a meal and i would just sit on my sofa so unbelievably happy and and just thought to myself, this is the life. I mean, this is what real happiness is.
1: (laughs) The little things, for sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I'm like, I'm such a reality TV junkie. So it's like, you turn on the TV and I am there. What's your favorite? Oh, Housewives, 100%. Which one? Oh my gosh, it's hard to pick. It's so hard to pick. I I have fallen, the only season that I have not watched, or the only franchise I haven't watched is Dallas. I haven't. Either. I haven't watched I have watched it.
1: That other one. and what is it? Salt Lake? Is oh, that- Salt Lake
0: City. Okay, so I, I haven't seen that. So, Salt Lake City, I wasn't the biggest fan of the first season. I thought they were almost like trying too hard. It almost mm-hmm. seemed very fake and very staged. I mean, we all know it's like staged to a point. Yeah, but, but, but it just seemed like overly staged at that. Yeah. And I was like not catching on. But then the whole situation with Jen Shaw and the arrest and. The,
1: I saw a documentary yesterday. Yes,
0: yes, yes, and I it was like, "Oh, I'm
1: on my Hulu,"
0: and you were like, "I'm watching and I'm
1: it." I'm Like, what is that? Yes, so yes. I turn it on, and then my husband comes in the bedroom. And he's like, "What are
0: you, you watching?" watching? <laughs>
1: yeah go, someone got in trouble i yeah. gotta find out yeah, why. yeah
0: be quiet i'm really trying to focus on <laughs> Leave what me they're alone. saying yeah, yeah 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 and so when that came out i was like oh now i have to go back. so i went back and watched season one season two is now okay. playing there like it's going on so right so now i would not have to watch it because have i haven't i recommend it, it. i recommend I it it's it. really, good. It's
1: and really my, good i don't know if i would pick like a favorite
0: I, yeah, it's hard it's like
1: one of those things where i'm like do i really want to know people that i like yeah. this stuff yeah but i
0: know i don't care
1: it's It's like a lot
0: of people judge me for it. And I, I'm like, I don't care, well, I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah,
1: I shouldn't care either. Yeah, like really you're don't. not
0: sitting at home with me watching TV. What do you care what I watch?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just, whatever. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it's just like, oh my God, like these grown ass women that are just staring themselves to pieces and but I'm here listen, for it, Bravo can laundry. come come.
0: Bravo can come to me and send a contract. Like we want to film you and we're not gonna pay you anything. I'm like, where do I sign? Yes, where do I sign? So I am fine, fun. I know. So
1: the Beverly Hills ones, I'm like,
0: that's insane. I can't stop watching. I know it was There's so many things It was happening. such a good season.
1: People are going to jail. I like, know. I know. Not that that's, that's not, not a, that
0: that's a good thing. Well, you know what? It, it is. Not, I mean, it is good if you were doing illegal things and right, right. People I'm off. Saying, I'm like, glad you're going to jail. Right. Yes. But, but yes. yes. But thank I mean, you for oh,
1: for helping me out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean, ultimately, if you're innocent, of course, you, we we don't want you to. go
1: to jail, Yeah. Right. We're still um, we're
0: still figuring out whether you are we're, we're going to see what happens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it was it's like a train wreck and you just got to you just got to see it. I, I got to know. know where it's going. I, I
0: know. I know. It's like you can't take your eyes off. I know.
1: It's good. I don't I... know what
0: it is. It's got a pull on you but
1: and then the New Jersey ones I liked for a while, but then I just feel like it's the same thing over and yeah, over yeah, and it over. Seems,
0: it seems like it's a little repetitive. So
1: I'm like, I, yeah. I need a break. Although I've
0: met Teresa Judice, you did many times. Yes, yes. She, how was that? It, she's uh, she's actually so sweet in person. Oh, I you would you know, that. You know. It's so funny. I always think to myself, celebrities, right? You, we all have our favorite celebrities, whether they're reality or whether they're you know show tv shows or film whatever it may be that
1: one person yeah that you just
0: idolize and you admire and you're like oh my gosh i wish like oh what i would do to meet them in person right and then you meet them in person they're horrific it just changes the way you look on it and it's just it's so sad right and so my fear always going into meeting a housewife is that they're completely different than what i thought they were going to be and she is one of those that she will stop and talk to you that's like, so nice and yeah i want to meet is, her now she is so sweet she will take a photo with you without issues she that's will sign so cool. a book a poster whatever it may be i mean she was seriously so nice and it's funny because i i had two friends of mine that went to an event that she was at and i happened to be traveling that weekend and i was so upset so they went to the event she was kind of you know making her yeah. rounds and my friends were like, listen, we have a friend that's a huge fan. Like, do you mind if we FaceTime him? And she was like, absolutely. So Aww. she FaceTimed me and she was like, you know, like say yeah. hi to me and like all, you know, I was like, that's just so sweet of you to like, It it's such a small gesture that goes such a long yes. way for someone that's like, I feel like I'm a part of her family because I've watched everything that's happened I over know. the last like, what, 10 years? So and she's
1: really been through it. Yeah,
0: she has been through like, a lot. She's a one lot. tough lady. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's- I, I mean, she, she is. She She, is the real deal. She's
1: impressive. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've met a couple of them as well. Um, Teresa, I met uh, Luann from New York. Okay, yeah. So she's very sweet. She's very, very sweet as well. She's beautiful in person. I'm Um, sure. I've met Ramona from New York. She is horrific. Oh. Ramona Singer.
1: Is it true that her eyes go kind of like crazy?
0: I don't know. Honestly, I don't know (laughs) what it is. She is the rudest (gasps) person in the world, yeah yeah okay I don't so, meet her. so so anyone who is like wanting to meet her don't i i am gonna don't bring you i'm gonna i'm gonna bring you back down from the clouds and say she is extremely rude she will not take a photo with you she will not do anything with you she just chews you off like you're nothing oh, yes no. I mean, but we know this right because everyone says it even yeah. even other housewives have said how like from other cities from other franchises that she's so have rude. said that she's so rude That's so true. it's like I should have known going into it right but it was yeah. like I was like at a like a VIP event where like she was supposed to go and she was supposed to like, like that's her mingle. I'm like, yeah, it's like you're getting paid yeah. for this. Yeah, you know, and she was so rude. I'm like, Can I'm you not imagine even, I'm not even having a job you.
1: where you get to like hang out with
0: people yeah. and have a good time? And have a good time, and you don't I even want to do that. Heaven. And you don't even want to do that. I
1: would be like, I'm going to work every yeah. single yeah. day. Yeah. Like, let's yeah.
0: go. It's insane. It's insane. She wouldn't
1: even do that. Yeah. Mm, that's a shame.
0: It it is. It but you know what? My expectation wasn't high for her, so I didn't right. fall. Yeah. To too far, so I mean, whatever. We move That's on. So cool. But I met Nini Leeks as well. I saw her on Broadway. Nini Leeks, nice. Yeah, from Atlanta. She's amazing as well. I I've met like quite a few, and they're all really, really nice people. Like, That's really, so cool. Have really, you really ever nice
1: met any of the Miami ladies?
0: Yes. Yeah, so I met Alexia Itchavaria. Uh-huh. She was okay. Like she wasn't. She wasn't rude or anything. She, she was just hit very... my car once. Really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I only know it was her because of like. The hair,
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The Cuban Barbie Darn is what it. she calls herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, she was like she wasn't super talkative, but she wasn't. You know, she was super nice. She's like, hi, how are you? You know, she took a photo. Right. Great, like you know, whatever. I mean, you're at an event. Yeah, it's like the least you can do. So she's you know great. Um, I also met uh, Marisol Patton. Mm-hmm. I met her at the same event. Um,
1: I want to go to these events.
0: Yeah, well, we'll go together for sure. Well, wanna, it was yeah. actually so it's funny. We I can met go them. Meet them together. I met them. Um, when I went to Luann's cabaret show, because oh, she brought it to Miami, she brought cool. it to the Miami beach, so that all the Miami girls went. And at the time, at, at, in, in the kind of the section that I was in, that's where I met Alexian Marisol my soul was again very sweet. Yeah. Took a photo. She looks you know, very smiled. nice. Yeah, 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 she's very nice. She looks I, like she
1: could be your friend. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: Outside of that, I have not met, I have not met anyone else from Miami. But I'm looking forward to the new season, which I think drops tomorrow.
1: I think so. Yeah. I think so. I'm, yeah. I'm excited because it's yeah. been so many years. I'm like, I want to know it's what's been insane, going on. What right? have you guys been doing? I, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, like Larsa's coming back from like season one, which I'm like not happy. Oh but like, God. I love that Adriana. Have you seen the preview?
1: I saw, you know, I caught like a glimpse of it. I haven't seen the whole okay, thing. Okay, well, you
0: have to watch it because Adriana talked, like, she's like, you're trying to be the new Kim Kardashian and you're not. That's the yes, part I saw.
1: <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I love her she so much of, more. She like, washed out yes. Kardashian. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? That's
0: funny, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, oh my goodness. I know, it's so interesting. Yeah. Right? Like the lives they lead and how I they know. just put it all out there. I, I don't know. know if I could do that.
0: I don't know. I feel like I could. You I feel could? like I could, yeah, yeah. I have nothing to hide. No, neither do no, 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 no. And I'm, I'm not just... saying that. I'm not saying no, that. No, it's just like right. for like for me, it's just like I don't mind putting myself out there. A lot. That that's not everyone's lifestyle, you know. Like yeah. everyone's lifestyle is not so like. Cause... Would you
1: say you're extroverted?
0: I would think so. Yeah. I think other people would say that too. Yeah, yeah. I used to be very introverted in high school, and I think I like blossomed in college, and now I'm like.
1: That's interesting because they say that you people don't really like change, like change all that much yeah. yeah
0: you know i used to be very to myself
1: i'm definitely introverted but really? people would never believe i was it. gonna say i don't believe yeah. that <laughs> Yeah, people i don't would believe never that believe at believe all it. i'm just like a people person yeah. yeah but like i need i need to be alone like yeah. i need my yeah. own my own time yeah like, like i love people but then i i gotta go and like yeah hang out with myself uh, yeah
0: i get that I, I,
1: I like me most of all. Yeah, <laughs> no, that sounds bad. Just no, no, like no, like from Sa- Sa-
0: Sa- no, from Salt Lake City. There's like one housewife that has like a, her tagline, and her tagline's like, "You don't have to love me. I love myself for the both of us." <laughs> I was like, I "Oh, I'm so taking that.
1: <laughs> I love it." So we could definitely have our own. Like, we could be added to the cast. Bravo. I'm, I'm up for it. Or we another network? Who cares? It doesn't matter. I'll That'd go on E. Fun. I'll go yeah. on.
0: That TLC, TLC has 90 day fiance. That's like a huge thing. So I don't yeah. mind. Any network. I'm okay. Yeah. Any network, I'll take it.
1: Right. That would be fun. <laughs> I can't imagine Can you imagine. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Um how did we go? To- I know this I is like such it. a
0: such a rabbit hole. I'm looking at I my notes like I don't. And have I'm like, anything. this is nothing. This is no- and we spent all of our time on this. <laughs> what just talking about housewives, which is really where I excel. You think I'm a good fitness instructor? No, girl. I am a good reality TV person. I know everything I about everything. I love it. So, anyway but uh I, we can put this like to, we can push this towards the end of the, yeah. of the episode we'll edit this. <laughs> 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 this one goes to the end so that we can talk about like the real stuff in yeah because people are gonna be like okay i did not sign up for this
1: <laughs> yes oh my god but you know i never thought we would have had that in common that's so yeah, funny yeah that's i'm so funny. i am it's your is your um partner into it too
0: he was never into it until i got him into it so I got him into it. So and you now, succeeded. I succeeded. Cause my husband,
1: every time he sees me watching, he's like, he backs away slowly. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: He's like, I'm not getting wrapped up in that.
1: I want no. any part of it. Like go enjoy. Yeah. I'll be over yep, here. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah. No, I got him into it and I'm so happy cause now we watch it together yeah. and now we look forward to it. And like, for example, OC just started up last week.
1: I saw the first episode. So
0: Yeah. And the second one airs tonight.
1: Okay. So I'm we're like, gonna watch it tonight.
0: We're gonna text I cannot each other tonight.
1: Wait to what to happens? What happens? How she goes, I- I- everybody get out of my house.
0: Yes, I know. I love it. And she's like, we're done. We're filming. We're done filming. Oh my gosh, I and can't there's wait. Something for
1: it. about her voice. Like when she speaks, it oh, yeah. sounds so like, I'm authoritarian. Scared. Like I'm I would be like, scared.
0: Yeah. Okay. Reminds me of my mom. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes! <laughs> it's like you know like the tone that your mom puts yes. in and you're like okay she is not kidding eyes. right now mm-hmm. the looks that she gives mm-hmm. i would, yep. oh, ooh,
1: yep. no. I oh, would yeah oh yeah oh yeah i would be like okay yeah i'm out of here yep. See ya. Yep. yeah See yeah yeah
0: i will happily escort myself out yes yes but um yeah no i'm i'm excited so anyway so yeah I got, I got him into it he loves atlanta he loves atlanta he loves um he he liked previous season of new york this last season was horrible i did not like
1: i i haven't watched the last season yeah it just i did not watch the last season of new york or beverly hills
0: okay oh he loves beverly hills as well we watched beverly hills <laughs> yeah 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 I, he loves beverly hills as well
1: i don't know why i didn't watch the last season though what what I from new what york happened. no from beverly hills oh. i don't know what happened I don't well, know Sometimes like it it's started done so to you can feel... watch it from beginning to end. Yeah, I got to catch up.
0: It's really good this season, I will say. Okay. I would recommend okay, it 100%. Then I will, I will it, especially if it. like if you've kept up, if you're if you've normally watched True else Cuz I think Hills, the one for before
1: it. that was that the one with the Denise, Denise Richards, yes, right? Yes. That one, one very was nasty. a little like oh. It got look, very nasty. I can't believe like again and it felt like the same thing over and yeah, over again.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I was a they just kept harping about like this like sexual relationship yeah. between like these two. It's like, what do you care? I why know. do you care? And that's like- It's like mind that's your own like, business. Yes, mind your own business. Like why, okay, so what? They ha- may or may not have sexual relations. If they did, if they didn't, what do you care? How does that affect you? I know, it's I know. Insane. It's it, insane. It got tired. People think that everything is everyone's business and it's not.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, it's, anyway. True. Anyway. it's true, it's <clears> true. <throat> okay, well, talking about sexuality. Let's jump into it. Let's jump right in. Let's jump right into it. <laughs> right right in. right into it. Um. So, in regards to sexuality, we've seen through celebrities, mm-hmm. so let's take Sean Mendes, yeah. which you so eloquently talked about yeah. on your on your life um as an example, because of the memes that claim that he's gay, even though he's explicitly said that he isn't yeah, right, but right. there's this pressure for him to say it
0: right i I just yeah. That's just one of the things and it's funny because actually a friend of mine who thinks the same that I as I do sent me a video of Wendy Williams like on her show, continuously like pushing that. You have to stop watching her. She's horrible. She's like one person I can't stand her at all. She's like she's stupid, honestly. I think she's just a stupid individual, but that's besides the point. But anyway, it just yeah. So with with the whole situation with Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello, I mean, we've all heard rumors about the two of them you know that that they're just sort of in a relationship because you know in the music industry he would have been found more attractive or would have had like a i guess a more of a more of a following if he's straight right and so he has like all this attention from all the girls and they're just you know i i don't know it it i guess the rumors were that they had this agenda and it was on mm-hmm. purpose and they were not really in a relationship um And now that they broke up, now everyone is rushing and saying, oh, this is it, this is it, this is, he is coming out, right? And it really upsets me because I just, and like you said, you know, he's already stated that he is not gay. Mm -hmm. He is not gay. And he has even said in a lot of these interviews that he's had that he's struggled with people trying to label him as one thing or another for his entire life. And he's even noticed that he has changed the way that he has spoken. He's tried to change the pitch of his voice. And for an artist, a singer, to do that is hard.
1: That's his talent. That's his
0: talent and and he's talented and he has such a beautiful craft. And for him to feel the need to change that, just to try to prove himself to other people, is ridiculous to me and it you know the issue that i have which i discussed on instagram live is that society feels as if and again not to generalize but for the most part and i'm talking specifically when it comes to this type of situation Mm -hmm. where there are so many people coming in making memes making comments um speaking on this they feel as if they have the power to put you in a box, right? And for whatever reason, he can say that he's straight, but it's not good enough, right? Because of what? Because of the way that he dresses? Is it because of the way that he sings? Is it because of the way that he acts, that he walks, that he sits, that he eats? What is it about him that defines him as gay in your eyes? Because the last time that I checked, what defined you as gay was a male being attracted to another male, Mm -hmm. not, in the way that you walked, not in the way that you spoke, not in the way that you sang. So now it's, you know, people saying, well, this is my definition of a straight guy and he doesn't fit into that. So he must be gay. And it's upsetting, right? I went through the same thing when I was younger and in high school, I was constantly questioned. And to be quite frank, at the time, I didn't even know what I was. It's funny because Someone asked me this the other day, we we kind of got into a conversation about it. And I don't even remember thinking about sex at all throughout high school. Like I, it it was just something that wasn't a priority to me. And it it's not that I was confused and I was trying to figure it out. It's just that it really wasn't even, I wasn't even trying to figure it out. I didn't care to know right. what I was, right? Eventually I grew out of that. And then I questioned it myself and I, really went through a time and a process of really trying to figure out what it was that I was attracted to and what I you know what my sexual identity was and um the constant chatter of what other people think of me really affects that process really affected that process for me as I know it does for many people. It affects the process and there is just such a lack of respect for the lgbtq community when they go through this process it's almost like a time where like they need a little bit of privacy mm-hmm. and we need to stop pushing the agendas and stop talking about it and let them discover themselves right for who they are it's i mean as you can imagine it's a very confusing time to not know and 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 to i mean learning about sex is Complicated in itself.
1: I mean, it's traumatizing. Yeah, it's traumatizing. Absolutely. Out that your parents had sex. Right. It's like "Uh, what?
0: You know. Yeah. And then you start to learn about it yourself, and like there are things that you don't understand. And then on top of that, now you're trying to figure out whether you're attracted to male or female or or non-binary. Or you know, there's so many other things that like. So, yeah, this whole thing about sexuality is, I, I don't, I don't understand why it's such a hot topic for people who are not even in it. It's a, such a hot topic for people who want other people to define themselves. Yeah. Why? Why is it, again, why is it of importance to you who I am attracted to?
1: Right.
0: And why do you need to, why do you need me to give you a clear and definitive answer as to what I am? Yeah. It's strange to me.
1: It just, I, yeah, I agree with that because it's such a personal thing. Yes, right. And yes. what gives you the right to infringe is someone's privacy? Like absolutely, that, absolutely yeah. and And the way that they lead their romantic life, I, I don't understand. I, I really don't.
0: right. Well, neither do I, <laughs> and that's sort of like I would love to know. I would yeah. love to know why people feel the the need and the right to do that because I still don't understand why.
1: Right. And mm-hmm. it like it feels like <clears throat> we've made such stride when it comes, you know to as a society.
0: We have. We still have so much to go. Why but,
1: hasn't that, which is so simple? Right. Why hasn't that happened?
0: It hasn't kept up with everything else. You know? Yeah. Like it's strange to me. Yeah.
1: So just let people be who they are. Absolutely.
0: And, Absolutely. Right. And and we don't need to lead with sexuality. We don't need to lead with like having a defined answer as to right. what we are, who we are, what we like, you know. Just let everybody be you know get to know people for what they do you know what they enjoy yeah you know not who they do (laughs) yeah
1: exactly (laughs) it's i it's so interesting that you brought up you know identity because i've you know in my immediate circle i the people i'm around don't go hey my name is so and so and i'm i'm gay or i'm this or i'm that it's just this is who i am and right Right. It's it's a part of who they are. It's not all of who they are. Right, exactly but when you look at social media or, you know, T V shows or movies, it's um this person and this is like it, this is all that we should care about if you right. like.
0: Right. Yeah, it it seems as if and I've and I've I've gotten a little bit of this as well where I feel like people nowadays I think they lead with their sexuality a lot more. And I and I don't get it either because I agree. I mean, I yeah, I don't introduce myself as hey, I'm Brian, I'm gay. Right. What what does that have to do with anything? There, I like no. No, I'm Brian, I'm a fitness instructor, that's what I do for a living. Yeah. I have a fiance, I have, you know, I live in Miami. Like right. those are just natural there are so things. things There's so many things that make up who you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, you know, I I don't know. I I I I don't understand why people feel they need to lead with their sexual identity. And I think, I think that may come from the pressure that everybody puts on mm. people to come out and to define what it is. And like, we need an answer. Like we need to know, right? Going back to Sean Mendez, like you need to come out already. It's like, he's not gay. Like, what do you want him to say? He's not gay. Yeah. Like, why are you, tr- what is it that you want him to say? You want him to say that he's something he's not? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know what, even if he is gay, even if he was, he wasn't ready to come out.
1: He doesn't wanna share it. He doesn't
0: wanna share it with you.
1: And he doesn't have to. He, exactly,
0: he doesn't why have should, to. Why does he have to? Right, 100%. Yeah. Why does he have to share that with you? And you know, if that if that happens, right? If that happens where he does come out, again, I'm not saying he is, right? I believe him when he says he's straight, but let's just say if he were to come out, Everyone's gonna be like, well, I knew it. And I don't know why he didn't come out earlier. It's, he wasn't ready. It's that simple. He wasn't ready.
1: Yeah. Do you think that idea or that outlook is detrimental to people or to the community?
0: In what sense? Like what outlook? Um, Like
1: the, the leading with your sexuality, or or having to label yourself I think I think it is I think it is
0: I think it is detrimental I think yeah. it is because it again it puts such an emphasis on who you are attracted to when I think it really shouldn't be of importance right. you know so I think the more and more and more we glamorize the idea of leading with our sexual identity it sort of forces those who have not yet identified feel like they're missing out, right? And so if we all start leading with our sexual identity and there are many of us who have not yet figured that out, what are we supposed to say?
1: That's a big question.
0: Right? Yeah. So why should that even be on the table? You know, I'm, it's, I don't know. I just find it to be something that is, should be kind of left untouched, right? And it's not, and it's doesn't com- it's not like a coming from a place of like being ashamed or I'm very open. I mean, if mm-hmm. you ask me specifically, hey, like are you, you know, are are you gay? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Why you would ask me that, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, whatever. But I mean, I think it's more appropriate to say, like, oh, so like are you married? Are you mm-hmm. you have a you know, are you in a relationship? And that'll naturally come out, right? right. But I mean, I would ask that of anyone. I mean, i yeah. You know, it, I wouldn't ask that, like, I, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't ask that of you. I'm like, hey, Jenny, are you, are you straight? Are you gay? Like, yeah. I, I just wouldn't lead with that. Like, right. you know. I've
1: never asked anyone that question either. Right. And I'm nosy, but I've never
0: asked <laughs> Well, because you know what to be nosy about, right? Yeah. There are certain things to be nosy about. And then there are certain right. things that are just, it's just a boundary that you know that you can't right. cross. And obviously like you've mastered that skill. Many people have not mastered that skill.
1: I just feel like, and again, I'm, you know, straight woman right. so i don't know like how much of a valid opinion i can have but i just feel like your sexuality is again not from a place of shame but it's something that it's you should hold so dear to you right you know what i mean right like it's, well there's it's not, a, i mean you can't
0: speak from that because you do have a sexual identity well yeah so do. you you can speak from that from experience and that's like right. one thing that i think a lot of people don't realize it's like Sexual identity doesn't refer to LGBTQ. It refers to everyone. Everyone has a sexual identity. So everyone can talk to this, right?
1: You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, yeah. So
0: everyone has their experience and everyone has like their, you know, their style on how they want to introduce themselves and what they want to disclose and what they don't want to disclose, you know? It's no different than, I know plenty of of straight men and women who don't talk about their personal lives at work. Let's Mm -hmm. just say, for example, right? Because it's just not the place to do it. Like, yes, I'm married to, you know, my wife, my husband, whatever it may be. Like, you don't hear about it because it's private. Because some people choose to keep that part private. It's not that they're hiding it. They have nothing to hide. Yeah. It's just, that's just not something that's on the table. Yeah. And we have to respect that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, you know, what you said about shame or or feel like you're hiding it, it does make sense. Right. And I I could see why people would take it that way. Right. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's. I don't know. To me, it's just such. It's it's a part of who I am. It's not everything that I am. So right. it shouldn't be right. a for discussion. You right. know what I mean? Like right. it's not like, hey, let's talk about the weather. Right. And what you did last night.
0: Right. Exactly. Like, what? No. No. That's none of your business. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
1: It's um, it's definitely um, interesting and a shame that even though we've made such strides, that part still. Yeah. It's still coming up. It
0: is, and it. You know, it's, it's crazy because although yes, we have made, I mean, such strides. We've come so far from where we were. We have so much work to do still. There are still, there's still so much homophobia in the world, it's yeah. unreal. Um, you know, Peter is a singer in Puerto Rico and uh, one of the news outlets published an article on our engagement in Puerto Rico and it was seen everywhere <clears throat> and his family saw it all of his friends everybody was sending us the article and that's how we found out about it and if you go to the web page of this news article you will see all of the comments that are just ripping us apart no yes and it's i mean the things that they are saying are horrific I'm and so sorry to it, no hear and, that. and it's yeah it's not it's it's not anything you know, it it doesn't, honestly, it doesn't phase me, honestly, Mm -hmm. because I quite frankly don't care. Like, I don't care what you think of me, right? Those people, I don't even know them. So the way I see it, like, you are insignificant to me. I don't care what you think about me. I'm living my life. I am so happy in my life. And, but, but it goes to show that homophobia is still very real in this world. And it's still not accepted in many, many, many places. And it's, it's funny because I actually, and I know that I am blessed and I am lucky, but I have not, I have not felt the effects of homophobia directly all that much in my life, and I actually just recently experienced that when we were looking for a home, our lease was coming up in Miami. Yes, in Miami, and what? I reached out to a uh, you know some house that was put up for rent. We fell in love with it. We loved the neighborhood. I reached out to the individual, you know, the owner of the house. We had this super long conversation. He had just posted it and he was telling me everything about the house and how he lived there. And he recently got married. And so he was putting his house for rent, sort Mm -hmm. of his bachelor pad and things Mm -hmm. like that. Great conversation, right? We connected on the fitness level and I told him I was a fitness trainer and all of this stuff. And we we had scheduled a time to meet, a day and a time to meet so we can go see the house. We disconnected, everything went great. The next day I confirmed with him. I said, Hey, I want to make sure that we're still on for whatever it was, 2 p.m. today or whatever. And he said, Yes, absolutely. Um, and he goes, I forgot to ask you, are you are you coming alone? Or are you coming with individuals? And I said, No, I'm actually coming with my boyfriend and I would like to bring our dog. And he didn't respond. And my palms are sweating know, for you. I know. He didn't respond, and so I went to work. I left work, and it was right around the time where we were supposed to see the house, and I texted him again, and I said, um, I said, hey, just want to confirm. I never got a confirmation from you. Like, are we still meeting? He goes, no, sorry, uh, the house is no longer available. And I said, okay, well, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say, you know, I'm I'm sorry to hear that, but if it's under those circumstances, you don't want to be around people oh, like that. Absolutely like, he can not. Keep his it house. was
0: it was upsetting, <sighs> but such a blessing. Yeah. I don't I don't you're right. I don't need to deal with that. Absolutely no. not. No. And it everything works out the way it needs yeah. to. Everything works out. And that's like one of my biggest beliefs is that everyone is where they need to be at that moment, mm-hmm. whether it makes sense or not. Yeah. You are where you need to be at that moment. I
1: always say that you'll understand later.
0: Yes, not yes. now. Not now. You but never later, understand it in the moment. You will understand. Absolutely. You will yeah. look back one day. And you will realize. I know exactly why that had to happen to me. Yeah, one hundred percent. And so we love our home now. Mm-hmm. We got along great with the owners. um You know they loved us. We have such a great relationship. We follow each other on Instagram. We comment each other's things. It's great um and they're so happy with us and the way that we take care of the house and so we i could not ask for a better landlord i mean they really are the absolute best um so i mean i digress but nonetheless everything works out the way it needs to be um but that goes to show you even in miami which is you would think is very open and Mm -hmm. you know very accepting and it is in certain avenues there is still those pockets that you aren't accepted and you know that's something that I think a lot of people don't realize that, like, we have to think about, right? When we think about Peter and I moving in, like, we have to think about, like, are our neighbors going to be okay with this? Right. You know? Are our neighbors going to trash our cars in the middle of the night because they don't support the LGBTQ community? Those are things that we think about. Yeah. You know? And... I and mean,
1: it shouldn't be anywhere near your...
0: Right. Like, it's you know? sad. You should sad. be thinking about, like, how it's are going to decorate? Right. And, like, like, I mean, I... I want to say 99.9% of people are never straight. People are never going to go to a neighborhood and think to themselves. I wonder if our neighbors are going to have an issue that we're straight.
1: Mm, Yeah, that's true.
0: You don't ever have to think about that. No.
1: -hmm. So,
0: you know, it's, it's a scary thought, right? It's a scary thought to think, is everything going to be okay? Right. Are we going to run into issues down the road with, with this because just someone doesn't want to accept it or you know doesn't see us as equal which yeah. we are but yeah. they don't see it that way so it's unfortunate but like i said i mean it's just in time you know hopefully as generations mm-hmm. grow and it becomes just part of a culture of accepting everyone for who they are hopefully
1: and those your own will business.
0: phase out yeah mind mind your own business mind your people own business. mind your own business drink
1: your water right right gym, exactly mind your own i
0: guarantee you there is something going on in your house that you can focus your attention on yeah. don't focus it on my house right you know yeah. but I, I i do have faith that those types of people will eventually phase out yeah. because like i said you know obviously those people right are reproducing yeah, And then those people are raised in a world that's a little more loving, a little more accepting, yeah. right? Of, of the LGBTQ community. That's my hope. That's what I hope. Um, and so, like I said, hopefully, I I hope one day we get to a point where homophobia is really phased out and it yeah. just doesn't even, it, it's not even a thing. It's not even a topic, right? right? Like heterosexuality is not a topic.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> I think of a, you know, of a time, you know, like I'm idealistic, but of a time where like, People would just again, hey, my name's Jenny and whatever, I'm a teacher or whatever right, the heck I am. Right, right. And we don't have to include that last part. Right. You know, what I agree. I,
0: mean? I agree. I don't like I said, I don't introduce myself you don't that do way. It. I don't do yeah. it. Why?
1: Yeah. It's yeah, It, it it's, shouldn't be a thing. Right. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I I think once we get there, it would be a huge progress. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm I'm so sad to hear about that though. Oh, it's
0: okay. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it is sad. It's sad to think yeah. about that that still exists in the world. But like I said, I mean, everything, it's worked out. We are so happy the way that we are. And and actually that house was so much farther than where we were now. So yeah. right now we live three doors down from my dad. Oh my God. Which is like so convenient. We live two miles away from my mom. You guys are neighbors. So we're neighbors. I'm neighbors with my mom and my dad. So, yeah. it's, so it's like, it's, it's worked out perfect. great. And we've made friends in the neighborhood. And it's, it's, it's everything perfect. is, like I said, life is beautiful. Yeah. So. It, it's it all it maybe all maybe
1: was a universe way of saying not here. Not
0: here. No. Not not this area. Yeah, <laughs> no, for go. sure. For There's sure. something better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's,
1: that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's so yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um staying on like the serious side of, of our topic. Yeah, absolutely. Um so why do you think, and I think we touched upon this a little bit, but why do you think people feel like they have a right to question people's sexuality? I know that's a loaded question. Yeah. But.
0: Well, I think, I think it comes, I mean, everything that I think is just what I think, right? I mean,
1: yeah, it, for sure.
0: But there's a part of me that thinks that we're in an age where everything is online. Everything. I mean, this world is driven by social media, mm-hmm. right? And. It's driven by the idea of posting your life and every single aspect of your life on social media where the world can see. And I don't know if that has an effect, but I think it may have an effect because now people feel like they are entitled to know everything about your life because you've put it out there. And you've put such an emphasis on social media. you put such an emphasis on putting yourself out there. So it's just another avenue that you're, Probably missing that they want to know of. You're
2: so right. Right. Yeah.
0: And I also think, I also think that, you know, I'm not, again, I'd, I hate to generalize. So I, I don't want anyone hearing this thinking that anything that I'm saying, you know, is all inclusive. It is not. But I do think that there could be a, a part, of, a small percentage of the group of people who are very inquisitive that feel that it's so accepted now, right? We've made. I mean, we've come so far from where mm-hmm. we were in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, that it's almost like, well, who cares if you're gay? Who cares if yeah, you're just say you? it. like, <laughs> just say it, come out. Like yeah, everyone is gonna love you regardless, which is like, it's a great way to think. Like I'm, I'm so thankful for the people who think that way. But look, my coming out process was easy in the sense that my family accepted me. My family accepted me, it was easy, right? It still doesn't take away from the fact that there is a moment in time there's a moment in my life where I still need to figure out what I'm doing and what I'm feeling. Yeah. And that's the part that I think people need to respect the most. It
1: must be scary.
0: It is scary. To have of to course. think about all these things. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think one of the biggest things that scares people really is how their family is going to take it. Yes. This is your family that's supposed to love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And the way that I see it, love really is conditional. Like I don't there's always something. There's always something. (laughs) So even in marriage. Absolutely. In marriage, there's absolutely there are conditions. I love
1: you as long as you you do A, B, and C boundaries. Absolutely.
0: You know, and you know, I I even I even say from time to time that even relationship between parent and child is conditional. Although parents want to say that their love isn't conditional, it is conditional at times. It is. Yeah. You know, parents put an emphasis on kids and go to school and they have to make, them, like, make something of themselves. And that is a condition of their love, right? You know, there are parents who obviously are not accepting of the LGBTQ community and a condition of their love is that they are who their parents want them to be. Yeah. So, you know, we have both, right? we have both and it's, it's, difficult. And, and so that's what people need to realize is that, yes, although out of 10 people, eight of them will love them regardless of what they are and who they are and who they love and how they identify there's gonna be a percentage or there may be a percentage that will not accept that. And right. that is the part that they're struggling with. And that hurts. And that hurts. Yeah. Of course.
1: Because we always focus, no matter how big the greatness. Right. Is, the support is. We can see like that right. one that's right. not there. Right. And of course. That's, like, of where course. We hone right. In. Because
0: how can I mean how how can you not focus on that if that's someone's mother or someone's father? Right. Yeah. I have the support of my entire family and all of my friends and every person that I've ever met. But Thank if my God. own mother doesn't accept me, it's hard to take the focus away yeah. from her. Right, right. And and many times that is the case. It's yeah. parents that don't want to accept that of their children. Right. Which is sad. Because because this because you've been preaching that your love is unconditional, but it is actually conditional.
1: Yeah. For yeah, I guess yeah. for some parents. For some parents, right, for some some. And that's yeah, that that sucks. It sucks. There's right? no it other sucks. Word And for so it. and so
0: really to to go back to your question ultimately is like why do people feel the need to like feel that, as if it's their business, I think it's because of that, I think it's yeah, there could be a part of that, right that they feel like we right. we're in a different world now, so yeah. why are you hiding?
1: It's safe, it's safe, yeah. come out,
0: it's safe, yeah, right. I right. had
1: never thought of it like that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, yeah, yeah, that yeah. you know, I'm sure no one's doing it maliciously, absolutely, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, like, you would hope not, right, right? yes, yeah. yes we, we would hope not, um. What advice would you have for someone that's struggling with their sexuality? Especially like a younger person. Yeah.
0: Um, Take your time. There's no rush. There is no rush. And don't, and I'm going to speak from my experience. Yes. Okay, from my experience. Don't live your whole sort of late teens, early adulthood solely on trying to figure out what you are, right? Who you're attracted to. Live life. Surround yourself with people that love you. Surround yourself with people who make you feel safe and accepted no matter what. Travel, go out, you know, work, enjoy yourself, all of these things. And when you go and you enjoy life and you get to a point where you're happy, Eventually, that curiosity will spark and you'll go and you'll figure it out on your own. But you are on your own timeline. You do not have to feel the pressure of coming out for someone. You don't have to come up by a certain age. You don't, doesn't matter. You're on your own timeline. So live your life, be happy, do everything that you want to do. Even if it doesn't make sense to anyone else, it has to only make sense to you. And as long as you're happy, And as long as you know what you're doing and you know, or you feel like you know what your purpose in life is, that's all that matters. Figure it out as you go along.
1: That's amazing advice just for life. For
0: life, yeah. Yeah,
1: like (laughs) I'm gonna take notes. Yeah, absolutely, Absolutely. You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. No one's rushing anybody.
0: No one's rushing, what is the rush? You have your whole life. Yeah. Your whole life. And once you figure out who you're attracted to, you'll have the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. To, to experiment <laughs> and to
0: pick one and to go out on dates and have fun yeah. and do all like, don't worry. It's there's no rush. You know, I yeah. you know, it's like
1: don't give in to pressure. No,
0: not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. It's life true. is life is too beautiful to live with pressure. And I, that's yeah. easier said than done. Definitely. Because we I've lived through pressure, right? Yeah. I went through all it's of that. it's very real. But now we looking back, it. and I'm sure you can relate, like looking back. You can say, like, life is so beautiful right now. Yeah. That like, why did I worry so much? That was why stupid. Did, that was yeah. stupid. Like, what a waste of energy. Yeah. To like worry about things and mm-hmm. to feel like this enormous amount of pressure.
1: I can definitely relate. Yeah. Yeah. We've all we like, all can. I don't know if you're if you're like into zodiac signs and stuff.
0: A little yeah. bit. I'm learning. I have a I have a good friend of mine who's a soul cycle instructor that she's taught me a couple of things and I'm very interested in learning a little bit more. Okay,
1: so I'm a yeah. Virgo.
0: Okay. Yes, yeah, so you're like my mom. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Great thing. Great yes, thing. Okay, I love it.
1: <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, it's funny because uh, we were doing a journaling event mm-hmm. and um, we asked people to to write about what their their biggest fear was. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, okay, if I ha- ask them to do it, I'm going to do it too. So, I'm like, I'm writing. And what comes out is like, I'm super afraid of not being perfect. Right. And not being perfect in your eyes. I don't yeah. care about you. Yeah. It's about me. And in me, in me. Like, right. I need to be perfect for me and my standards. Yeah. And it leads to so much worry. And like you said, I look back and it's like, that was such a waste. Why was I so worried about, you know, uh, saying the right thing or, right. you right. know, being this way. Yeah. There was no need for that. No. And no one cares. No one cares. Which I know that. It's yeah. me, I'm yeah. the problem. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. that's just good life but, advice. But
0: you know what? It's amazing that you have figured that out, right? Yeah. About yourself. But at the same time, it's a beautiful thing that you felt the need to be perfect, to look perfect, to say the perfect things in what you felt perfection to be. Yeah. You weren't pressured, at least I don't think, you were pressured right. to be perfect in other standards, right? Because you say I did it for myself. Right. So Yes, you're absolutely right. Like what a waste of time. Like yeah. what a waste to like be perfect, quote unquote, because there's no definition of perfection. Right. Um, but at the at the very least, looking back, you know, it's great to see that you chose perfection. Like mm-hmm. you chose your definition of perfection, and that's what you chased after. Right. Which is, I think, what we all need to learn to do. And we all need to learn to I'm so define, happy you spin
1: that for me in yeah. a positive light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, you. yeah. You
0: always have to take. The good out of it, right? Like, you got yeah. to think of, like, what did I learn about this? And I learned to define what it is that I want, what it is yeah. th- that I find to be perfect in that moment, right?
1: Right. So, right. That's, yeah, I'm happy yeah. you put it that way. Yeah. I, yeah, I never thought about it like that. You're giving me a lot to think about, Brian. Yeah. I'm well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think the difference is between showing kids? what different kinds of families look like and, you know, making them feel included when their families are portrayed on TV. Right. And sexualizing characters. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There is such a big difference between that and, like, the idea of of sexualizing TV shows or movies that are directed to kids, I think that, to me, I, I don't like that. I think there's a time and a place for everything. I think that you know i'm not a parent but if i were a parent i i wouldn't want to be talking about sex with my 7 year old right and you know i think that there will be a moment in their life probably when they're going through puberty and they have the changes going on and they have different you know they're feeling differently and that that's probably a great time to talk about sex and i think i think at that point they're at a at a level of maturity where they would somewhat understand and it would help them develop but as children i don't see the need to sexualize things i don't yeah. i don't under i don't understand what directors goal like what a, what a goal of a director is to sexualize a cartoon character for a child like children do not comprehend that they don't understand the yeah. idea of sex and i think it's it's like it almost feels like this sort of hidden agenda where we're trying to like have these kids mature so much faster than what they need to be. And I think, I think it's so important to try to preserve the innocence of children. And that is very, very different than than portraying what a family looks like nowadays, which is so different. Right. Right. And I think a lot of individuals who are maybe not necessarily open to understanding that families are different may see two dads or two moms as sexualizing a family. That's not sexualizing Mm -hmm. a family that is showing what a family is, right? And now I love that we're now moving towards being inclusive of every type of family, right? So you have a mom and a dad, you have two dads, you have two moms, you, um, you know, You have a white person and a black person. You have, you know, an Asian person and a Hispanic person. And you have these people that are coming together from different backgrounds and different ethnicities um, coming together and forming this beautiful family of kids. And whether they are natural or adopted or through surrogacy or through any of that, that is where the lesson should be because then kids grow up understanding that families can look very different than what they see at home.
2: Right. And I
0: think that really would benefit children because then when they get to a point where they go to school and they see that their friend, Ashley has two moms, it doesn't even,
1: mm-hmm. it, doesn't phase it, it doesn't phase them.
0: not phase
2: like, them. oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Because they've
0: already seen that. They already know that families are gonna look different than their own family.
2: right? So
0: it, it sort of really, I think in a sense, eliminates like the awkward, for lack of a better word, the awkward conversation that a parent will have to have in explaining why someone has two moms or two dads, right? That's where the biggest difference yeah. is. And I think people need to understand that just because we're showing LGBTQ families Does't mean that we're sexualizing shows for kids that it's very different mm-hmm. sexualizing means that we're talking about sex that is just being inclusive right and it goes far past lgbtq like i said it it goes into race it goes into ethnicity right. you know some kids are never gonna know that there could be you know a a white dad and a black mom mm-hmm. and how that that is how that culture affects that family and how it's different and how it's beautiful in its own way or how you can bring a hispanic culture or like hispanic culture and how you can bring asian culture together to form just as beautiful a family as what you have at home
1: right yeah yeah especially if you come from like a hispanic background you're used to having uh probably grandma and grandpa in the house as right. part of the nuclear right family. exactly and which is
0: so different right a true. lot of people don't understand that yeah. a lot of it's like, so funny why do you all live yeah, together yeah all live together <laughs> there's like four generations in one house and yeah. we're like that's normal what are you talking about <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, i mean you can't imagine being another way i know right? like it's insane living with like your your mom and dad or whatever yeah, yeah. For us, it's like, no, the whole gang is That's here. the way it is. That's
0: just the way we are.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how we roll. And everybody's in everybody's business. Oh, 100%. <laughs> There's
0: no privacy in that house at all. At all.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, it's so interesting the way you put it because there is a very stark difference between just hear what some families look like and sexualizing yeah. a character. Yeah. Which I think is, it's such a shame because, it's more than a shame. It's a serious problem. But, you know, like you mentioned, the innocence that's being taken away. I right. And if you think right. about like you're only a child for such a short period of your life. Yes. Where yes. Where you are just experiencing the beauty in life. Yes. And that's what's going to carry you over later when you face some real stuff.
0: Right. You're going to have right.
1: that reminder that, you know what, life is beautiful. Right. But if that gets cut short, I mean, I don't know how, how you would fix that.
0: Yeah. No, there's no. And that's, that's the problem. It's that it's irreversible damage. Yeah. You cannot fix that. You cannot go back to being a child. Right. Right. I mean, you once, can't unknow things. Right. Exactly. Once so you, once you know it and you're exposed to it, that's it. So it's, it's definitely something that I think parents need to be aware of. Right. And, and they need to educate themselves on the difference as well
1: yeah 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 how would you um do you think parents are fearful when they see um for example like um a gay couple in a cartoon Mm -hmm. that that somehow is going to lead into sexuality
0: right like is my child gonna turn out to be gay no
1: or not have to talk to my kids about sex because of this do you know what i mean
0: i i don't know because i've never been there so I can't right. speak from experience. I, I can't imagine, I cannot imagine a child asking a parent anything sexually related to seeing two men or two women together. Mm-hmm. I just, again, I don't, like, I don't, I like don't know say, children. Like,
1: why, does, why are there, why, why, do, why don't they
0: have a mom? Or why don't right, they have like, a dad?
1: Why does, right? you know, Joseph not have a mommy?
0: Right. Exactly. Right. And And, like, but that, like, that doesn't, you don't have to go into sex because of that. You can just say, because Joseph doesn't have a mommy because he has two dads, right? Because Brian and Peter fell in love just like your dad and I fell in love, or just like your mom and I fell in love. They fell in love and they had him, right? A child still doesn't know how they're conceived. Right. So they don't need, they don't, again, they don't understand. A man and a woman needs to have sex to conceive a child. Mm -hmm. So why would you think, if they don't understand that, why would you think you need to explain how two men had a child, like I had a child? Like it, it, I don't, I don't think you would need to do that. Like, I don't think that even comes up. Again, I don't know. And maybe there's someone out there that has had that and has had a different experience. Mm -hmm. But like I said, from me and being around children, I don't think that they would ask such in-depth questions. I think that's just the parent being overly worried. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think they're just they're just hypersensitive. And yeah. I just don't I think that they're fearful that it may lead to that. And, you know, they just don't want to discuss
1: they're it. Jumping the gun. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. But but I mean, if you think about it, right, if you've never had a child, if you've never had the conversation with your child on how to conceive a child, mm-hmm. why would you think why, why would you think you need to explain gay sex to a child?
1: or any kind of sex or anything yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying like like
0: yeah it's, it's not it's totally relevant it's totally separate right yeah yeah
1: it's yeah it's, it's interesting how all that works you know mm-hmm. it's such a, a little question that can trigger so much right um have you thought about how you would approach a situation like that when you do become a parent
0: yeah um i don't I I have thought about it, to be honest with you. Um, You know, I, I think uh, my goal is to raise my children in a home full of love. And yeah. love really is separate from anything else, right? And love, I think for me, is about connection to another human being, mm-hmm. regardless of their gender their, you know, their sexual orientation, their color, their ethnicity, anything like that. And that's really what I'm going to strive for um, when we do decide to have kids. And um, my hope is that that is enough for them to understand and not to have to question anything else. And the time that they are going to question or you know, because or maybe not question maybe question maybe they will question, maybe they won't, but there's definitely gonna be a conversation right when they find out what being gay is or you know, what being a lesbian is, and they're gonna realize, oh, so you guys are gay. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, you know, and and but again, I think when that happens, it will happen at a time where they are older and they can understand a little more about relationships and how they work. Right. And, and just furthering the connection that you have with someone. But as children, I don't wanna discuss sex with my kids. I don't, Yeah. you know, not until they're of age, right. where I feel is appropriate. Because yeah. at the end of the day, or they're they can my understand children.
1: understand what you're talking about. Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: And so until then, our definition of family is the love that we have for each other. And that's right. it, right? And and I have told you know I have my mom, and I have my my best friend that's like my sister. She just had a baby four weeks ago. He's my godson. Oh, oh my so, god! So yeah, yeah, How and exciting. it is. It's super. It's a super exciting time in my life, and in our lives, in all of our lives, really. Um, and uh, and I have told them that I am going to rely on them when I have a daughter. Because as a man, I cannot relate to women um, when it comes to their body transforming yeah right that's usually what a mother does right mm-hmm. mom helps the daughter the dad helps the son right in those yeah. in those things I cannot speak to when a girl grows up and she has to buy her first bra or she gets her period for the first time right all of these things I can't relate to so I've let them know that I'm going to put that responsibility on you. Yeah. Right? And it of course. It takes a village. It takes a village to raise it really a really does. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I need my village. Yeah. Because there are going to be some conversations that I can't speak to. You know? There are going to be things that dad's going to have to tap out. Yeah. Right? Because I I can't. I don't know. I don't know. And right. it's different. I can educate myself with it. But it's different hearing it from someone who's gone through it themselves. Right. right. So. It's. It's going to definitely pose its you know
1: do you know that you you want a daughter
0: Oh 100% sure? are you kidding yeah, me Yeah girl Yeah definitely oh my God. I I want a, I want a bigger family I definitely yeah. do you know I I grew up in a very traditional traditional home I don't even again I I say that in the in the terms of like you know we grew up just my brother and I you know we didn't have I feel like you very seldom see these big families mm-hmm. anymore it's true. anymore yeah. And, and that's what I really mean by traditional is that I feel like a traditional family is usually about two to three kids. Right. Right. But you think about my grandparents, my grandparents, I mean, like my grandmother was like one of five.
1: I can beat you. My grandmother was one of 17.
0: What? What? Yes. So your mom or your dad was that on your, what side was that on?
1: On my mother's side. So
0: your mom had like 16 aunts and uncles. Yes. That is insane. To me, that's such a beautiful thing. I, can't, I, I, can't I mean, imagine. I'm not having 17 children. <laughs> that is definitely not imagine. gonna happen. I but mean, yeah. for example, Peter, is one of, so Peter is actually one of four from the same parents, but I know his dad had more kids in addition to that as well. But within the same parents, four kids. Yeah. And he, every time we talk about it, he loved his life. He loved his life. He, it's fun. It's so much fun. And his mom had him back to back. So they were, they're so close in age. So it's yeah. it's like you have that connection. You have that best friend. It's like a built-in yes. best friend yeah. for the rest of your life. And yeah. I want to be able to give that to my kids. And I and and so maybe I get to one. I'm like, hell no, I am not having another one of those no. things. But I don't I, know. A lot of people are like, you have to have at least two. A lot of people say you have I to have at like least two. I like with your
1: personality, you'll have like three. I
0: because, what I always think about, I think about three and I think about, like, yeah, but when we go to Disney, then there's always a one odd one-out. So I'm like, it's gotta be two or four, two know, or four.
1: So my my best friend, uh, she has three kids. Okay. She always wanted four, but okay. you know, God gave her three, right, so she has right. three. And she's like, the only thing is, and she said exactly what you say. Yeah. When we go to Disney, there's always the one one
0: <laughs> child who's out, or like the one parent that's out because one parent yeah. has to sit, or you have to like split them up, right? Like yeah. you know, two and three, or you know, whatever. And so, yeah, you know, so I I, I am hoping that I get to a point in my life and in my mm. career where I can support a family that big. If I can, I will do it one hundred percent. But um, but. Going back to that, you know, absolutely. Especially the more kids you have, the more of a village, the bigger of a village you need. Yes. So, you know, so when it comes to my kids, you know, like I said, I, I think it's just it's all about raising them with love and acceptance. For and sure. and I That's think the... I think with that it it really will just questions yeah. will answer themselves I think, right. when they get old enough to understand that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, going back to you, you guys being girl dads, um, I wouldn't be so nervous if I were you because no, I... Um, well, when it comes to the sense that like you can't relate to women, yeah. It, yeah which yeah. is obviously true. Right, right. But can I tell you that for a girl, a dad is so important? Oh
0: yeah, I'm sure. It's so yeah, in- because yeah.
1: the father really puts the framework for how you're gonna relate to men for the right, rest of your life. Right, right. So the relationship that she'll it's have so with crucial. the two of you, yeah, is gonna be extremely
0: crucial. You yeah, know, it's
1: yeah, if, you know, if, if she's heterosexual it's how she'll want men to treat right, her right, friends right, boyfriends right, husbands right. uh co-workers right. it sets the tone yeah
0: so. yeah yeah no and then and so it's funny because i even i like i think about this a lot i plan this out i think to myself i would like to have a boy first so that he protects his sister Aww. so there's like that element of like protection yeah right and um and so m- Ideally, I would like to have a son first, right? And then I, I would like to have a daughter after, and then after that it doesn't matter. I have two more girls, two more boys, yeah. boy and girl, whatever, whatever comes. Um, but hopefully, in that in that sense, it's so funny because I actually I never thought about it that way. I never thought about the fact that yeah, you're absolutely right. The yeah. relationship that they have with their father really does mm-hmm. set it up for how for the rest for of, the rest yeah. of her life and how she expects to be treated and what she will accept from them. Yes. And it's so funny because they always say, a man will treat you how he treats his mother.
1: Yes. And in this
0: case, there's no mother. So I'm like, what? He's got a sister and he protects her like yeah, crazy. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's, so it's kind of like, it, it works out that way because that's how I really have always wanted to have it. I wanted to have the boy first so that he can protect his younger sister. Right. So I've got to just make sure to like drill that in him. Yeah. If like you treat women with respect or I'll... <laughs> I brought you into this world, oh I'll God. take you out of it.
1: Right? <laughs> Already practicing that line. Yeah. You know, yeah. I use that on my kids, and they look at me like,
0: they're like, what?
1: <laughs> Enough. Like, we were, that's it. We're,
0: <laughs> we're over you.
1: <laughs> we're over you. Like, just stop. It's, that's funny. yeah, it's parenting is interesting. I'm for sure. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I feel like nothing will, as much as self aware as you are as a person, nothing will make you take a look at yourself, the good and bad as when you have
0: kids. Yeah. I I can see that. I can see why. It's, I can see it's why. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny cuz I talk to my mom. I, I mean, my mom and I are like best friends. We talk every single day. And um she tells me like there are, there are moments where like she gets emotional. She's like, "Do you think I was a good mother?" And like, oh "Do God. you think that?" I was like, "Sometimes I'm I crying. sometimes I feel like I'm like a failure or whatever." I'm like, yeah. "Mom, excuse me, like you have to beautiful wonderful successful kids what are you even worried about like of course you're not a failure so it's it's funny that you bring that up because she's yeah. she thinks the same thing
1: no i i say to my husband I'm like, do you think i do you think there's something bad yeah. Like, oh my god do you think i messed them up like what are they going to say to a therapist yeah. 20 years from now yeah like, right it's my awful. mother oh my yeah
0: <laughs> it's all because of my mom oh my no He's i like... doubt that i doubt that Oh, thank but you. I think it's I think it's normal. I think it's normal for us to question ourselves yeah. and if we're doing a good job, right? And, and it, I mean, we, this is
1: like as cliche as it is, the biggest job. Yeah, so like I don't want to. It is this the one biggest up, job, absolutely.
0: absolutely. Oh my gosh! I
1: don't want to raise like these entitled, no crazy people. Right, right, you right. know, I want to. I want to do a good job. Yeah, like I want yeah. people to go. Like we all hey, do. Those are good, good kids. Job. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. It's it's, I'm sure. I'm excited sure. for you yeah. guys. That's, yeah.
1: Um. So n- you mentioned failure. So let's just go there. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with failure?
0: Oh my goodness. Well, as hard as it is, because it is very—I will tell you—it's very, very hard to do this. I really do try to look at something positive out of the failure. Yeah. Right. And I—and it's very cliche, right? Take the good out of it. Look at the good in it. And I think it's cliche for a reason. I always say, like, cliches are cliches for a reason. I was gonna
1: say just that. They work.
0: They work. Yeah. And, you know, whenever I do fail, I I really kind of like go back and I say, okay, why did I fail? Why is it that I think I failed? Right. Because I think number one, like we have to figure out whether we truly failed in something, right? And if we determine that yes. We failed in this. Why? What was it? Did I not give it everything that I could? Did I? Did I totally miss something? Was I not set up for success? Did I not set Sorry, myself I up? No, you're fine. <laughs> um, did I not set myself up for success in this? And how can I do it? Is it worth trying again? Right. And so we all know, without failure, I, 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 we are not going to be where we are. We're right. not going to be our best forms. Life is not meant to go perfectly 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of your life. You are meant to fall. You are meant to fail, but it's what you do with those failures that really will set you aside from the rest of the crowd, right? Because you can either choose to sit and soak in your failures and focus on what you did wrong, or you can choose to look back and say, what did I do wrong? How can I make it better? And what do I need to do to not allow this to happen again? And I think it's those of us who look at it in that sense and realize that, that that's when we find all of the successes after. And it's funny, you look back at your failures. We talked about this earlier, how looking back, it's so different. Yeah. And when you look back in your life, you realize that everything happened for a reason and you failed for a reason. And I definitely, you know, going back to fitness, I definitely felt like I sort of failed in my decision making when I decided to move over to fitness from corporate. And I thought to myself, I can't believe this. And then when I started thinking about it, I said, no, I took a risk. It was a risk that I wanted to do. Do not regret your choice because at one point you did exactly what you wanted to do. And that's the thing about regret. I say this in my class all the time, you will never regret pushing yourself harder. You will only regret not pushing yourself hard enough. Right. Okay, so
2: I realized and I woke up and I said, no, I'm not. I didn't fail
0: because I took the risk that I wanted to take. Um, And now it's not going according to plan. Why? It's a pandemic. It's out of my hands and it
1: wasn't in plan. it wasn't plan. in anyone's plan at yeah. all
0: everyone <laughs> failed at something right. because of this pandemic everyone but you can choose to think that your life is over because of it or you can choose to say if i live through this i can live through anything and bring it because i'm ready because yeah. now i'm stronger and now if i live through that nothing is going to stop me right right i that's how i Try my best to live with failure.
1: Seems to be said. working.
0: Seems to be working. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Talk to me ten years.
1: <laughs> no, I listen. That was beautifully said because it's true. In in those uncomfortable moments where you're questioning everything, is when the real growth happens and when 100%. the change happens. Yes, because yeah. for example, you switching careers. Had you not been unhappy. And found yourself pushing yourself in a certain direction, you wouldn't be here right now. Right. Right? Yeah. 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 And you might even be miserable because I, yeah, absolutely. you didn't like your job. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's so important to it is. not let the idea of failure stop you. Right. Right. Because had you stayed in that job, that would have been a form of failure in itself.
0: Absolutely. I'm failing myself by not yeah. living my truest form. Right. Right.
1: And just being unhappy for eight hours a day, that's a big Absolutely. price to pay. Absolutely. thats I mean, you
0: spend more time at work than you do at home. Yeah. Right? And so if you're spending more than half your life in a place that you're unhappy or unfulfilled. Right. I mean, what life are you really living?
1: Yeah. And it's scary to make that change. Of course. But to me, it's more scary not to, you know?
0: It's scarier yeah. to get to a point in your life where you look back and you yeah. say, what did I do? Waste right, all these to years for. to think that like thirty years went your by, life. yeah, and
1: this is—you look around and you, yeah. you have nothing to say like that you're proud of or that you right. enjoyed or right. whatever the right. case, whatever the path may be, right? Yeah, I, right. I, totally you know, and how many, how many?
0: I mean, I hear it all the time: parents who want their kids to go out and go away to college and have those experiences and do whatever they want because they never had those opportunities, mm-hmm. right? So it's almost like that's what we're trying to avoid now. Yes. We're, I'm trying to avoid me in 20, 30 years looking back and say, I want my kids to live the life that I wish that I would have. Right. I'm living the life that I yeah I to I want to lead by example. Right. Exactly. I want exactly. to live
1: the life that is best for me. Right. And my kids can just follow in that idea. Yes. Yes. Where. You know, you and, and life changes and people change. Just because yes. you started at this career doesn't mean that you're going to no, end there.
0: No, listen, I just finished my MBA in business. Oh my and goodness. I started it when I was working in corporate because I thought it was going to help me in my career. And here I am in fitness, which no one can take away your education, right? right? I mean, that's always going to benefit you. I mean, you know that more than anyone. You're a teacher. Yeah. but um, But nonetheless, it's like, Career paths are never linear, never. The path yeah. always snakes its way through obstacles and changes and you just go with it.
1: It's so true. Yeah, especially when you like you you have the traditional sense of career, like you go right. to college, you get a right. degree, and then you're right. like, okay, I, mean, I'm, I I know what I'm doing. I'm set for the next yeah. 20 years, 30 years, however long. Right. I know where I'm going to be. I know what door I'm opening, yeah. what door I'm closing, and mm-hmm. I'm going home. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, something happens. Life knocks at the door. And you're like, wait a minute. I don't want to be here anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's scary. It's a scary thing for sure. Yeah. But necessary.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Was Peter, uh, well, I'm sure he was supportive. But did he have, what role did he play when you were going through all these changes?
0: Yeah, he was. So, yeah, we met. When I was working in corporate, and you know I had very stable job, you know everything was great, and he he was honestly, I don't think I would have been able to do it without him. yeah, honestly, because when you have that support from the person that means the most to you in this world, it it eliminates a little bit of fear from taking the big risk, from taking the big jump, and he has always supported me. In everything that I have ever wanted to do. And it just alleviates so much pressure. Right. You know, just knowing that, you know what, if I quit and this doesn't work out and I'm, I'm out of a job, knowing that you're going to be supported mm-hmm. by the person that you love and just being told, listen, whatever happens, we'll figure it out. Right. Like we always do.
1: We will be okay. We
0: will be okay. Yeah. Right. That is, is something that that is so valuable to give to someone who is thinking about making such a drastic move, right? Whether that's a career change or whether that's going back to work after being a stay-at-home mom for so long or stay-at-home dad for so long, right? Or maybe it's that you have been so career-driven and now you wanna start a family and you don't wanna work anymore, Mm -hmm. right? These are all huge changes in your life. As long as you have the support from the person that you share the household with, your partner in life, you can't ask for anything better than that.
1: I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I feel the same way. When I was going through it, my husband made all the difference. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It makes it so much easier.
1: Just someone that knows you. Yes. In that way, on that level. On such a deeper level. Saying, it's okay, it will be fine. You know what I mean? Whatever happens but i know it's gonna go well so the fact that they believe in yes, you and yes, see something yes. that you're not willing to see in, in yourself in yeah. that moment yeah is so important yeah because in that moment you're just you're full of so many emotions and you're mm-hmm. scared and you're everything's so sensitive yes right yes. like am i am i totally gonna screw up our lives yeah. right now yeah
0: yeah and that's a big fear of a lot yeah. of people is that their lifestyle is gonna change because they don't have the income. I feel like that's like the number one thing that people focus on, which is is a valid, which is a totally valid, of course. And and look, I I always say this all the time. I'm like, listen, I hate talking about money. I hate it. It It just makes me so uncomfortable. And I'm like, I don't, I really, I don't do things for the money. I really don't. But at the end of the day, we have to pay our bills. Right. That's the unfortunate reality. I wish I didn't have any bills to pay, but I'm not there quite yet. So eventually I'm hoping I'll get there at some point where everything's (laughs) paid off and I own everything and I don't have to worry as much. But until then, the reality is we have bills to pay. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, again, going back to having everything happen the way it's supposed to, everything will work itself out. And Peter's aunt has always given that advice to us. And it's something that I, I, it really did change my life and the way that I viewed money in general is money always comes around, mm-hmm. always comes around. It goes out one window and it comes in through another avenue, right. always. And you never have to worry because it will always come back around and everything will always work itself out. Yeah. And right when you had to pay your last bill and you have a dollar in your account, you put on a pair of jeans and you realize you have a $20 bill yes. in that pocket. I'm like, yes. oh my God i my lunch today. <laughs> so it just always yeah. works out that way. Yeah. And it's funny when you really sit back and you think about those things, you're like, wow, it actually does always work out that way. It's true. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's true. But, but anyway, I, I bring the financial aspect of it because I think that's just such a driving factor for so many yeah. people and like wanting to make such a career change is like the finances, the finances, the finances, which is again, very valid. Right. But there comes a point where you have to put your happiness above your finances and adjust where you can, cut back where you can, but your happiness right. and your drive is is worth so much more than that.
1: Yeah, because it's your health.
0: Absolutely. You know? mental, your health. mental health. Your mental health, then your physical health. Yes, so which affects, yeah, right, because it affects it's everything. It's tied to, yes. to
1: this thing that you're doing every day. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, what advice would you have for someone that's um, thinking? Because we already talked about, like, someone that's, um, or did we? What? No. What advice would you have for someone that's thinking about switching careers like that, like so drastically, like you did?
0: Well, you definitely have to be smart about your decision, right? Yeah. I think again, to as uncomfortable as it is, you have to talk about the finances and you have to yeah. see if it's financially doable. Right? And you need to make adjustments in your life to set yourself up, whether that means moving back home with your parents so that you don't have bills to pay, right? And you so you always need to have a stream of income and i think maybe alleviating yourself from that having to pay rent or having to pay a mortgage that helps out a lot but let's say you're an adult and you're married and you have kids and that's not an option for you right then you have to put a game plan together and you have to say you know what for the next year i'm going to dedicate to working every single hour of overtime like i'm going to sacrifice Everything that I could to save every single penny that I can to put in that account so that when I leave my job and there's going to be that moment of uncertainty when it comes to the income, whatever that may be, you're ready. Yeah. You know, you're ready. You've saved up enough money. You've set yourself up for success. You can't just be like from one day to the next, quit your job, no source of income, and you're going to go up, open a store and you have $3,000 in your bank account. It's right. just not going to happen. You right. have to be smart about what it is that you want to do. Right. And that's what I did when I made the career change. I slowly entered the fitness world little by little. I started coaching on the side. Yeah. Then I started working my way up. And again, right when I was able to like cut it off and transition fully pandemic happened, but I was lucky enough where I had money saved that I can fall back on. And I did have the support of Peter to help me through that moment, but then the second we reopened, I was right back to work, and I worked every single class that I could to make up for time lost. Right. In those three months right. that we were closed, right. So, as much as I would want to say, you know what, If you don't like your job? Screw it. Quit your job today and go to no. Like it's just it's not. Right. It's not doable. Be smart about it. We have it. to be smart about have it. We have plan. to plan. We have yeah. to plan. That's what I always tell people. Yes. Have a plan. Yes.
1: And don't be afraid to discuss, like you said, money and the the ugly side of, yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah. You have to be able to talk about it. Yes. You have to say, well, what are we going to do if, you know, we're coming up short?
0: Right. What right. What's,
1: what's the plan? Right. Yeah. Because
0: then, you know, that's going to, again, once you have those conversations and you plan for that, that's going to alleviate a lot of unnecessary pressure on your biggest source of support. Yeah. Right. Because you don't want to get to a point where you're arguing and fighting about finances and about money because you left your job to pursue your dreams but now your dreams aren't working out and it's like right so the more planning and the more conversations you have with your significant other I think right. that's gonna really set you up for success
1: and actionable goals
0: yes right like yes.
1: how you knew you wanted to go into fitness so you started like little small you know attainable I mean? goals right small right. and
0: focus on the small wins yeah. right focus on the small wins it's not you you don't have to you don't have to go in with it knowing that your one and only win is being profitable no right right you we all have small victories that we need to focus on it's the small victories it's the small accomplishments the small wins that we have that we really do need to start focusing on you know and and sometimes you the smallest victory alone is I don't know, if you want to start your own business, purchasing your LLC or registering your company, that in itself is such a big win for you. It doesn't mean anything, right? Like it's just the start, but it's the start. You finally-
1: You broke
0: through that
1: wall. Yes. Now it's real real and it's happening and it's
0: mine and I purchased this and this is just the first step of many and there's gonna be a million steps that I'm gonna have to take to get to where I wanna be, but this is the first one and this in itself is an accomplishment. So that's also a really important thing is to focus on the small victories because right. if not, you will get overwhelmed. You will get impatient because then it's going to take that's forever. Such a big one. It's going to get. It's going to yeah. take forever to get to where it is that you want to be. So it's all about smaller steps in life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's such a big one. Impatience.
0: Yes. Right? Which we don't. Which we all lack. Myself included. Yeah. I have no patience. We
1: struggle with that yes. so much
0: because we want everything now. Which yeah. you know what? I don't blame you for it. You know, we want to be successful I mean, we've now. We've been conditioned to yes. like, right? Like instant right.
1: gratification.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. In everything surrounding
1: yeah. us. So when it comes to your success, you're like, well, oh, I did this. Right. Why am right. I not? Like, so I don't, don't want to
0: have to work for five years to establish myself. Like, I want it now. And <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm not saying you're wrong for it because I want the same thing. It's just not reality. It's <laughs> right. just not going it's to not happen that
1: happen. way. Happen, yeah, yeah.
0: So. It's true. Yeah,
1: it's so true. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny, the things that we have to like deal with as people.
0: Yeah, I know, so um, many
1: things. And even then, like we live in like such a great, you know, great city. Like we, we have great weather. We I we always, should not be complaining.
0: I know. I always say, I'm like, we're making it in the what is now the second most expensive city in Can the you country. This? I'm like, I, you know, sometimes I tell myself, I'm like, I feel like such a failure. Like, you know, like, I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And like, right. Like I have like those relapses where I start questioning everything in my life. And I'm like, should I be more successful? And then I realize, I'm like, you know what? I am successful. I am living in the second most expensive city in the country. Right. And I'm making it. that's a win that's a win that's an accomplishment and i'm healthy and i'm happy exactly
1: that's so that's success that is success
0: 100 (laughs) percent. there's success is another word there's so many words that you cannot define Mm -hmm. there's no definitive answer to what that means success is one of them perfection is one of them you know those are things that they have no definition because it's different for every single person yeah so
1: Yeah, I think that's those that one specifically. You need to like sit down and think about what it means to you, right? And then just focus on that. Yeah, don't don't look around. Yeah, because everyone's on their own path, on their own definition that they have going on. Yes, figure yours out and then just keep going. Moving. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I I, at least in my mind that's the only way to go about it. Otherwise, I will be super miserable. (laughs) No, it's um. It's true. So, lastly, I know that you're not a big reader. Yeah. But yeah. we wouldn't be our podcast. We wouldn't I know. be Miami Lit if I we know. didn't talk a little bit about books. Yeah. So do you have a favorite book?
0: I feel like I'm going to get judged by this.
1: No. No, ju- no judgment zone.
0: Okay. No judgment zone. I love to read all of the housewife books that they... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was expecting
0: You that. were expecting that answer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my, oh my gosh, my favorite which is a signed book by Teresa Judice is Turning the Tables, which is the book that she wrote when she was um really, like after like coming okay. out of prison, right? And it's basically about her being a housewife going to prison and then coming back and really just turning the tables around. Just fabulous. I mean, there's a lot of it's
1: I mean, if you think about that story.
0: It's it's crazy. It really is.
1: I don't know if I would have come out the other side. I don't think so either. I think it would have broken me. To go to jail, to have to leave your family. The whole world is watching and making judgment and coming up with their own opinions and then to have to come back
0: and have to come back and like re-enter society with all of those stigmas around you. It's hard. I
1: probably would have gone live under a rock. Yeah, absolutely. I would have wanted my privacy. Right,
0: right. I don't want to talk about it, but she's been so open and so vulnerable and she's owned it. Right, and she's owned her part it. I'm gonna have to it. read it now. You have to read it. I've never I love read it. any of Well, I have books. it, so I'll, I'll just, I'll lend it to you. Well, it's
1: signed, so no. I'll lend it to you. I'll lend it to so you. Precious. But if, if you,
0: if anything goes, if anything happens to that book, I don't know, something's gonna happen to you.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> and I have no ties with her, so yeah. it's not like I can get you another copy. Yeah, no,
0: I know, no, no, I'm I'm messing, but no, I, no, I, I really, so I, I love that book. I actually, I am so, so, so curious to read the newest one um it's i think it's called it's not all diamonds and rosé i think i think that's what it's called it's the newest book
1: from from
0: the bravo reality world yeah,
1: but it's it's all of them right yes
0: yeah, so it's so it's, it's actually yes
1: okay and i've heard of yes, it yes and yeah. it's
0: like an it's like a tell all behind the scenes like all of like the real the dirt gritty. that is happening behind the scenes that nobody knows of was written that's in this book that's what i want book. to know that's what i want to know so <laughs> i'm not a reader no but I love me a good gossip story. Yeah. So, and if it's a 300 page gossip story, I am all for it. So let's flip the pages and let's read through it. That's so awesome. yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm going to read it now. Just because yeah. you recommended it. We have to, it. we have
0: to. We'll get the book. Yeah. I, I don't have the newest one. I don't have it yet. I have to purchase it. When I do, we'll read it together. We'll start a book club. Oh my God. I will let's, love let's that. Let's do a book club.
1: I will love that. <laughs> yes. I'm down. Count, count me in. Um, Do you have any future projects that you want to share with us?
0: Any future projects? You know, I... So it's funny there's actually right now, I think definitely like my my number one project right now is just to continue establishing myself in fitness right like i said i'm 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 a year and a half in I'm still a newborn at this right because I mean this industry is just it's it's a very old industry there are people that have been here for years and years and years, and there's so many people that know so much more so I think I just I really just want to I'm in a, in a stage of my life where I'm just sponge and i'm just kind of pulling everything in and um so i definitely want to do that but while i do that i really do love fashion i i love it i just love clothes and i love to go shopping i mean i feel like we all yeah most of us share this hobby (laughs) um but it's funny i always feel like men never have enough options it's true you go to a store and i mean how many stores in the mall are just women only Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, And how
0: many stores are men only? Like none. There are none. no stores that are men only. There are stores that sell both.
1: Right. And then, but then, there then are, the men's section is this big. <laughs> is this big. And it's yeah. just like,
0: are you kidding me? I mean, you go into DSW. Right. Ooh, how big is DSW? And then how big is the men's section? Yeah. It's like women have like 30 aisles and men have two aisles.
1: Mm-hmm. Half true. of them are
0: hideous anyway. Yeah.
2: Half of them are true. shoes I would
0: never wear. So one of the biggest things that I have really, really wanted to do was open up a boutique for men. And I, I mean, I love, I, I just respect fashion so much. Yeah. I love the art of fashion. I, I mean, it's, you live your life in it. You know, you right. live, I mean, clothes is just a part of you. It's how you express yourself. And it can make right? you feel
1: so good. Yes, right? it's, like it's you, amazing. You put on the right outfit, the right and outfit, all of a and sudden, it works. You... And you are
0: feeling yourself. Yeah, and, you, and you can
1: take on the world. It's like right? the smallest
0: little joy yeah. that this piece of fabric can bring to someone, right? It's true. So true. I couldn't have a store without having like a little bit of a women's section. So I would definitely do like, like co-ed, yeah. right? So definitely, um, definitely uh, a store that would sell both. Um, but I definitely want to cater because women have so much, uh, so many options mm-hmm. to choose from. I definitely do want to cater to men primarily. Yeah. Um, And because Peter's Puerto Rican, I would love to support Puerto Rican artistry mm-hmm. and have designers that are from puerto rico That's so cool. and and have an opportunity for them to sell their clothes in a boutique style here in the states and get their names out and and i, I love like the idea yeah i love the idea of having pieces that you are not going to walk into a restaurant and have four other women or four other men share the same shirt, right? Because we all shop at the same stores. We all shop at the same chain stores, right? And I think one of the biggest things for me too is to make things affordable because yes, there are, I'm not saying there aren't boutiques for men, there are. But when you go in and they're charging $250 for a shirt, I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, you're like, you are marketing yourself to like the 1%. Like what about everyone else? Like what about everyone else that like just doesn't make enough money to afford that but like wants to look good right so it's like that's really what i really have set my mind to and i've been wanting to pursue that for a very long time so that's definitely something i also think that like a very cool concept is unisex clothing i it's funny i have certain pieces in my closet that are female that are women clothing it's just it's either oversized right or it, it just fits it's just a certain style mm-hmm. that when i put it on nobody would know. Right. Like nobody would know that it was a woman's shirt, right? right. Um, maybe you look at like the buttons, right? Mm-hmm. And the buttons are the other way around, right? Because the buttons on women are are the opposite. Um, I have a belt from Gucci that's a woman's belt. Um, because it's the other way, but it was cheaper than men's belt. So I said it's the same belt and it's cheaper. So I'm taking this one and I don't care, <laughs> you know? So it's like I, I love the con I love the idea of like unisex clothing, like something that can yeah. fit for both men and women. You know, I think I think maybe establishing that a little more would help take away the I I don't know. I guess like take away the the whole thing of masculine versus feminine, and you know, and again, it like fitting into a box of what people think is like a masculine Mm -hmm. shirt or shorts or a piece of. An article of clothing that's masculine right. versus feminine, and you know I think fabric is fabric and it's beautiful and I think anyone can wear anything they want and and it and if you feel comfortable in it if you feel right in it, who cares if yeah. it was meant for men or meant for women if you want to wear it, wear it who cares you know and i and like I said, there are articles of clothing that really could go either way it i mean it's true you would never think like and again you would never think that like my sweater or my you know my jacket or my shirt was like a woman's shirt again it, i don't have a lot of them but there's a couple several pieces that i loved we went to um to a it's uh i don't even know where it's from i, I don't know if it was a moroccan store um, or an arabic store in puerto rico mm-hmm. it was in old san juan gorgeous gorgeous store it was absolutely breathtaking and it, all of these things were imported from from Morocco or, or, or I don't know exactly where they were located. They were importing all these things. And there was this bejeweled jacket that was absolutely gorgeous. It was, I mean, it was honestly, I think one of the most beautiful pieces of clothing that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I bought it because I said, I need this piece. And yeah. it was for women. And I just got a 3XL because that's what fit me. Right. And it's definitely a statement piece. It's definitely a piece that like you don't wear it to like just a casual out like dinner. Like It's definitely like an event. But I know that if I have, if I have an event, maybe I'm like putting it on the universe. I get invited to like a red carpet event or something like that. It's one of those pieces that you're like, where did you get that jacket? Like, it's just a one of a kind piece that was initially made for women, but like I can wear it too. I can rock it too. And it's how you style it. And it's how, so I think like kind of like blurring the lines of mm-hmm. masculine and feminine. It's almost like a little bit of a challenge for me. And I for love sure. that, I love yeah. that. So yeah, so that's 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 a future project that hopefully will come to fruition soon. That's so we'll cool. See. Yeah, we'll yeah.
1: see. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That I sounds so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the Calvin Klein, uh, what, what was it called, the one? Or the one, oh, yes, do, you, do you remember yes, the, the yes, cologne? Yes, yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. That like, was unisex, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, like it can men, go for either one. This hat is a woman's hat.
1: No way! I swear,
0: I'm not kidding. And my friend who owns this boutique, she, I fell in love with the hat. I loved it, and I said, "Do you have a size that would fit a men's head?" And she's like, "Yeah, absolutely." And she's like, "I'll just bring you the biggest size." So I got, it. awesome. and I got it because I loved it. It's beautiful. I, and I what is hat. it like? It's, it's just I love the pattern. I love that it's happening. Yeah. It's different. It's supporting a small business. Yes. It's a small boutique. It's owned by my friend, which she has. Gorgeous things, and I tell her all the time. I'm like, "Why do you only cater to women?" It's like an all again. It's like an all women's boutique. She has beautiful, beautiful. What's things. the name of the store? It's called um, Islamar. I think is, like
1: I've seen that.
0: Yeah, so it's it's her boutique, Islamar.
1: Is that where is that located?
0: It's online. It's online. So there is their, in, their, their Instagram name? is called Shop Islamar.
1: Maybe that's where I saw it. It's on, Maybe area. it's on Instagram. Like I, yeah, for sure. So I've it's it's a
0: friend that here in Miami that she owns that boutique and she has gorgeous things and she's Colombian and she supports all of all of her clothes are Colombian designers I love she supports her country right and I am all for it and I love it I said give me the hat that's the only thing I can really like (laughs) the only thing that fits my style like you know it's like the only thing I can kind of pull off there so I said give me the hat and I and I fell in love with it you know and and I it's funny I I kid with her all the time I'm like come on like just get, get men's clothes. I promise you, I'll buy from you. Um, and she's like, "Well, if you find, you know, Colombian designers that have clothes that you would wear, let me know, and I'll find." Them. I'm like, "Okay, fine," but uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah,
1: that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Well, I'm excited to see how in hopefully, the future all hopefully, these hopefully. things yeah come we'll into come. fruition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can, I can see it. A Nice boutique. Yeah, in I the hope city.
0: so. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I like to see, like. The brick walls and like the black and white striped awnings out front, and oh God, you know that pretty. kind of like somewhere like maybe in the Grove or like South Miami. Yeah. And then Peter's like, you know how much that's gonna cost? Like, let's be real. Like, we're starting online. <laughs> the voice of yeah, reason. Yeah, I know he's always the voice of reason. I'm like, you suck. You take the fun out of everything. I'm like, why do you have to like pull me back down to reality and like realize that like okay, yeah, yeah. maybe we can't afford that right now. But he's like, no, don't worry. In due time. In due time, you'll be able to build up and you'll get there. But you've got to be realistic with your goals. I'm like, okay, fine. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right.
1: No, the same thing happens to me. I'm like the big dreamer. Yeah. I'm immediately like, I can tell you. Yeah,
0: right. It's like, I want to open up an office and I'm going to be in the penthouse in Brickle. And you're like, "Uh, no.
1: And then, no, we're
0: going to work out of our garage first. And then, Maddie's
1: like, no, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) No, I I love your enthusiasm.
0: And we'll get there, but
1: not yet. Yeah,
0: but not <laughs> like, yet, not yet. This
1: is where we are right now. Right, 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 right,
0: yeah, right. Yeah,
1: which I yeah, you definitely need someone to kind of yeah,
0: definitely because you know, I'll be in debt. Remind you, I'll be in debt. Oh yeah, for sure. A
1: thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would yeah. be like my credit card bills. Would
0: be like <laughs> oh so my credit cards will be maxed huge.
1: out. Huge. <laughs> like I would just be like it's
0: okay we'll yeah. get paid yeah yeah at some point we'll figure out how to pay for this eventually
1: i know so um it i'm glad i'm happy yeah. that yeah. i have somebody tapping yeah me going like
0: hey. oh yes we need that we Come need that back. person we need that person we all Real need that person yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's important to for have that sure. person for sure
1: well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for, for spending having spending time with oh, us. This was so much fun. Oh, I'm so this happy. This was so I'm much so happy fun. Had a good uh, yeah,
0: time. I I had a blast with you.
1: Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think we talked about some fun things and some important things. So I hope that a good mix. The people listening can take something away from it. Yeah. And um, it's helpful. Yeah. So to if if you're going through a career change, absolutely. If you're struggling with your sexuality, um, or if you just have questions about right. You right know, which is fine right it's fine yeah. to question
0: it's fine and and i mean i'm always open to having right. Yeah, you know, i i love to know people i like i love to hear what people have to say and what people have to think about today's yeah. today's message and see if they agree and if they disagree and why and yeah. maybe you know read people's own experiences and right you know i think the more we listen the more we learn
1: right so, so yeah the So your episode, I'm sure people can see it when they click on it. It's titled The Art of Conversation. Yeah. Just because I feel like this is where everything starts, right? With a question. Yes. And having that conversation. Yes. And having the conversation with the intent to listen. Right. Not the intent to respond.
0: Correct. Oh my gosh, you hit it perfectly. You know, because
1: so often we engage and we're thinking of a rebuttal. Yes. And what am I going to say? Yes. So that I'm heard and you are being heard because you're engaging in a conversation. Right.
0: right. So right. come
1: into it with the intent to listen.
0: Right. And and the intent to learn.
1: Yeah. 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 And I feel like if we all did that, things uh, would flow we'd so be much such easier. Such a better place in life. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad we practiced what we preached. Yes. We listened yes. to each other and we had yeah. a really nice conversation. Yeah. And I couldn't have asked for for a better one. Yeah,
0: yeah, this was, yeah. This this was exciting. Yeah. This was good. Well, thanks for having me.
1: No, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah, well, Any, you're anytime. gonna regret saying that
0: because I'll be here every week.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> can you imagine? I will love it. We could talk, we could have uh, Housewives, housewives Yes,
0: for sure, <laughs> for sure. Well, I'll just the come in and do my person. little like reality TV check and then I'm out. Yeah,
1: we are the only person in real life that I've met that like, that, yeah. Because all my other friends are like, yeah, we're too busy for that. We don't have yeah, time that. And I'm here like yeah. at midnight.
0: like yeah. I need to know what yeah. happened. It's like, <laughs> listen, you'll make time for it if it's important to you. And it's important to me. So I make time for it.
1: <laughs> I'm nosy. I need to know what's going on. I, need to know, I, I love I need, the
0: gossip, girl. Yeah, I love it. I need I
1: 45 it. minutes of mindless TV. I'm mindless yes that yes. doesn't belong to me yes it's not mine yes. so i'm gonna watch so we're it we're gonna
0: have fun yes yeah definitely
1: so to everybody listening thank you for spending time with us and uh like i said i hope you took something away from this episode you had some laughs and we will have brian's information linked down below so they can reach out to you um with questions about fitness and Everything and anything.
0: Anything You new.
1: are an open book and yes, you're so helpful. So. Thank you so much. And um, we will see you next time.